This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Now, Paul Castronovo gave me this tip, Uh right? And he goes... You always have to introduce yourself properly before, at the beginning of every show. And he goes, you never do. And I'm like, no, I never do. I really don't care. And then he's like, no, he goes, but just you got to do it. So I'm going to say welcome to Connected by Water, right? Presented by Joey Cardi, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and uh, fueled by Papa's Polar Rum. And I'm going well, to those are the important ones. Those are the important ones. I said, well, I always say those in the beginning. But he's like, yeah, tell people who you are. So I'm like, I'm your host, Dennis Friel. That is Dennis Friel, folks. Boom. Right. And, and I'm here with the co-hosts. You did it. Captain Skip Dana, <laughs> Captain Art Sap. You always and, uh, do that. He's just a sail fisherman, um, Fonzie, Jimmy DeMarco. Yeah. I'm yes, just I'm right? just a grunt on the boat. Yeah. No chance. Just just a grunt on the boat, catches all the fish. <laughs> right. And we have special guests here today. We do. Right. And a long time coming. We have, well, first of all, um, the new layer of the show that we have added is the Polar Bar. And say hello to the Polar Bar. Right. So Carly Rubinsky, right, is over there. She's going to be our bartender today. Right. Yeah. And Nicole is Celebrity here. bartender. Nicole is here for fun and flavor. Right. And last but certainly not least, I call him Squeegee. Right. That's the nickname <laughs> I have for him is Alan Squeege. Right. And he dared us. Is it was dared the, the proper I, term? I don't know really. Somehow what happened. this happened. I, all, I don't understand how skip. we got on this. First, it's skip. Do you remember this? Skip? Give us the proper pronunciation of your last name. Esquage. Esquage, okay. Damn, that sounds classy. Yeah. Esquage. Right. Right. Sounds so, French. Yes. Just say squid. So he didn't come. <laughs> Squid's better. He couldn't make the grand opening because he got snowed in Colorado, mm-hmm. right? But his parents showed up. They were here. So, and then, so I took a selfie. I was here in so, spirit. Right. And um, but before we get into um, what we're going to do, well, we can tell people what we're going to do. So we're going to dye your mustache today. I think so. Right. And then <laughs> it's going to be a mystery color. Actually, we got a new nickname for him. It might be 
luscious raspberries. L- oh. That might be your new nickname. I like it. That's I a like stripper name tonight. So, all right. So, listen, I want, I want something happened a little bit before we started the show. You started telling me a story, and I said, up, 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 save for the show. So, tell me what happened in Eleuthera. Eleuthera. Uh, I went over there two weeks ago. Um, we brought a 39 over there. We had a, a Pershing over there. Um, went out one night with the guests, got pulled over by police for not wearing masks on the island. Handed my mask to one of the guests. Police pulled me over and said, hey, you know, I got a $250 fine and a court date on the island. So you got to go back. Sweet. Well, the court date was the following day. So court was only open one day a week on the island. Got up in the morning, put jeans on, went to go to court. Somebody met me in the marina. You forgot your mask. No, I have a mask. I have my mask. Someone met me in the marina and said, hey, you give me $500 now. You don't got to go to court. Knew my name, knew what happened, whatever. Called the owner. Owner said, all good. Handed the guy $500. We went fishing for the day. Came back, got my papers, pulled nine yards. Everything is good. Stamp, sign. That night, a bunch of captain's mates, my captain, went out and partied came back like 2.30, I slept on the boat. And I was woken up on the boat to police officers on the boat looking for me. I was like, okay. Where's Squeegee at? Yeah, so I wake <laughs> oh, up, man. I'm in my boxers, walk down the dock, they're talking and then they asked me what time I went to court. I was like, I didn't go. You know, I, I paid somebody and they go, no, 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 we saw you in court. You caused an obscene in court. I was like, what? I got charged with lying under the oath, um, obstruction of court, and something else. For, and you never even went? Never even went. I pulled my papers out, and I was like, I have my papers. And then they told me those were fake. They cuffed you? And Oh, yeah. I got cuffed, put in a cop car. My captain and so two other mates. So twice you went? Got, and then my captain and two other mates got arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. And they're all mind struck, whatever. We go to the police station. What was the weapon? A gaff. They said uh, they attacked somebody with a gaff. Really? All day we do our statements, whole nine yards, and I'm sitting in the cell, and the guy who I paid walked in. And I'm like, hey, that's the guy. And the guy looked at me, and he goes, I don't know you. I was like, ah. Uh. Walked out, took our statements, said, let us go in the morning. I went in there like probably 1.30 in the morning is when I went in. I got around out at like 8. I got out, told the owners. Owners called U.S. Embassy, Coast Guard, whatever. Went to pull security footage from the marina. Everything was deleted. Went to pull all the records of us, because we paid the fines. They paid like $3,500 in fines for wow. me to get out. Wow. All the papers were deleted. Everything was deleted. Sounds, all gone. sounds rackety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it turned out it was a whole inside job type deal, you know, but. I hate people. You gotta tell you, you'd be like, I gotta be back Monday, guys. I'm supposed yeah. to get my mustache so dyed I a, in this I got podcast. Whole, I got I got to steal my court papers. I took those home with me. So yeah. I have those framed at my house now. All right. So good. It's a good right. story. Ladies and gentlemen, squeegee. <laughs> That's me. So, all right. So we are here. This yeah. is this is our um favorite episode that we do. Right. This is our most consistent episode that we do. Um it is our tournament talk episode. And today is our selfish season wrap up, all right? And I would be remiss to not mention um, the fantastic season that someone at this table has had 
Two um, sons. Two people at this table. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. The native son. You know, that that and it's it's really that was another reason why I wanted you to come on the show because it's it's really just it was epic, guys. You know what I mean? And I know <laughs> what you're gonna say if you're not first. No, you, I'm happy. You, you let, yeah, I'm you happy. should be. You should yeah. be because it, it it was incredible what you guys did. The work you put in and you know, and just this the the sheer the results. The results. results were just, you know, you know, staggering. It was a season for the ages, right? And to top it all off, you had a great finish um at the Jimmy Johnson as well. I mean we missed he, him in Miami. If he was in Miami though, he'd yeah. have beat my boy, pretty Nikki. Mm-hmm. And we'd have done a little bit better and it had all worked out, we'd have won the jackets. But he didn't go, so it's all Skip's fault. <laughs> if Skip was down there, we'd have won the jackets. Pretty no certain I'm pretty certain he's right. Yeah. 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 It's always I, yeah, Skip's I get fault for everything. Yep. Yeah. All right. So I am going to say, just to recap Mike Lamb's post, right? Notable 2020 to 2021 tournament results. Uh, first place, Hope Down Tournament. First place, Cove Tournament. First place, Sailfish Challenge. Second place, Jimmy Johnson Billfish. Second place, Quest for the Crest Series 2021. Third place, Quest for the Crest Series 2020 from the COVID carryover and the release roundup for the Quest for the Crest. Him. And listen, freaking process, guys. We top ten in the in the last event too. Thank so. you, Jimmy. Heck of a job. Yeah. Which typically you top ten. I'm not happy with it, but it's still an accomplishment to top ten against these fishermen. They're phenomenal. Right. We were top so, ten in operation as well. Yeah, no doubt. We had seventh in we had operation. Seventh in right. operation. I just I just literally yeah. just copy and pasted lambs. Yeah. You know, because so these are all top threes it. here. And we got paid in operation. We actually yeah. did a little better than breaking even in operation too. So. Financially, it was stellar. I don't. I'm sure it was. I put it up against pretty well any any other season that has been had in the, the series around here. Well, we got our we got our resident historian in at the table here today <laughs> to, to to kind of explain to us. I got to ask you: Have you heard of a selfish season on record that was better than that? I mean, we I, and I know. Listen, I know there there's, there wasn't the Jimmy Johnson ring. So close, I get it. Right, it wasn't the jacket. So close, I get it. Pound for pound, dude. That had to have been the best season financially out there that I that I've ever. Heard I think of. I think a hundred percent financially. Yeah, I would yeah. say the only thing that would probably have come close was to our first couple years on Liquid, because we did very good yeah. tournaments and financially it was it was a good run. Yeah, for that. and then you know whatever we we only we only. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I'm sitting I mean, running. Louis had Louis, some Louis multiple got some win great years. runs too, and yep. And, you know, and obviously, so has Nick Carullo and his yep. guys have had multiple win years. Rob's yeah. had some good runs, you know, yep. in over the years. And we got to give, we, try to look we at definitely have wins. to give a shout out to, to Nick Carullo today. Oh, right. God. A thousand percent. Right. And, yeah. And, and, and now we're kind of jumping it, around, but something I want to talk about with that, though. So Nick Carullo and his guys, while it's their third year, maybe on Showtime, they've been together a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. It's long, like long five time. years, right? It's like mm-hmm. a lot more than that. A lot of them. Yeah. A lot longer than a lot of them. And, and that's the thing that I think you can equate a lot of our success to this year is now this is our fourth year together as this group. Right. And that's got, that's a big part of why we were as successful as we were. As things are I had a conversation really with, with uh, John Van Dellen this morning on the phone um, discussing that very topic. And if you look at the people that, that really did finish well, and that's, that's the biggest contributor, why? In my mind, is you know, obviously consistency and gelling and, 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 and the whole thing that goes with it. We talk about it on the show all the time. You know what I mean? But absolutely, 100%. That, yep. that matters, right? The successes we've had in our past, Jimmy and I on the Native Sun boat meat fishing, that group was together for 10 years. Mm-hmm. 
And by the by year four, there was not a single tournament we entered that I didn't know we were going to win. Yeah. And better than 60% of the time we did. Yeah. Because one, we didn't miss fish. And when shit got crazy, and it always does, between lines getting wrapped and weird stuff and needing a gaff here now, and it's always there. Yeah. And we're kind of getting there. Now, throw the wrinkle in this year with the, adding the big boat to the deal. And there were some situations that cost us fish, not in that we lost fish because of them, but because we couldn't get baits to them because we were in a boat that we weren't accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And there was a, there was one point where literally the ocean turned black with sailfish on the bow. And we were, we had two guys on the bow and it with a tight with one each with one and one guy tight in the stern with one and getting a guy on that 60 foot boat from the stern, hook a bait into the yeah. bow with a spinning rod to cast on them. Took too long, and those two fish that we were tight with took off, and everybody went with them. Yeah. Whereas a boat we're accustomed to being on, on our CB, they were tight with two or three yeah, more. Yeah, it wouldn't have been an issue. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So before we get too deep into it, um, I think you guys probably should get started. Right. <laughs> because um, let the bartender pour yeah. herself a drink. Oh, she wasn't. Yeah, there you go. Anybody else need one, gentlemen? Um, yeah, Come I on. could do. I could do another sherry there. I'm that'd okay. Be, thank you. Yeah, that'd be fine. I'm good. Thank you. Sherry, thank you very much. So I'm drinking the Papa's Polar Sherry Cask. Yes, just regular dark for me. Regular dark for you. Sherry so you, Cask. I'm, I want sherry also. Yeah, it's good stuff, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, Enjoy. Absolutely, hundred percent. Um, I have a relic here. We're going to call it a relic at this point. Are we? It didn't even, what, four right? months because, old? Because it's retired officially. It's beat up. Right? So this is officially retired, right? <laughs> um, I'm going to show that to the camera there. And we have the, says, 2021 Native Sun, and it is signed by our beloved captain. Got a little and, bit of leakage um, on it. <laughs> this is, if I can just tout this one a little bit, this, this was a story throughout the entire season, or at least half the season, when it was really started, you started bringing it home. Uh, this was the lucky hat. I got blood stain and all on there. Yep. Um, so this hat is officially being retired. Um, we're gonna make a. We're gonna put a glass box in here. No, that's yes, not. That's I am. Just hang it on the wall or something. No, I'm <laughs> gonna put a glass box right, and we're we're gonna go like that. And then this is going to be the lucky hat, right? So no one is ever going to be able to touch that or wear that. That is officially retired. If it's um, if it's missing before our first tournament next yeah. year, no, You'll it may why. be on his head because I came and got it. So so Jumbo, the story started getting out about the hat so jumbo had one already and then so he figured he'd put it on for the last for the last and that would bring him the, that didn't work no, out didn't for the work. tar baby but it's tar baby good. did win one though just ahead of it was he on the boat for that one that ocean so reef he time? wore yeah so he wore it for that one down in the ocean reef and they won right hey so maybe there's something to it yeah. thank, you. thank you your your power superseded that one so we're, we'll just go with that so all right take me through your recaps guys what do you what do you want to talk about today? What do we want to talk about? Well, I mean, to circle back a little bit on yes, please. Showtime and please don't ever say circle back again. That what, one got what destroyed. A, all right, I want to circle back <laughs> on that. Either way, Just circle hook back. But <laughs> there you go, circle hook it. They obviously had an incredible season. Mm-hmm. Edged us out, and there's nothing but respect there. <clears throat> what I love about this tournament series is the level of competition. And how it it makes you better to go out and try to compete against the Showtimes and the Sandmans and the Native Sons and all of these teams that when they start clicking, mm-hmm. it can be it can be anyone's day if they start clicking. Yep. And things start going well, and if you land in them, 
and you and you get that precipitating effect that's rolling in a positive manner. I mean, it's it's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it forces you to go find good fishing and you go out and you know, okay, well, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to, I'm going to prep and I'm going to, I'm going to push and push and push to make this happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a little, little bitter coming up short and not winning a jacket. And we did have an epic season mm-hmm. and I'm going to focus on the positive of this season if I could repeat this season again, sign me up. Yeah. Take, I'll take it. Yep. I mean, it, it, and damn, did we have a good time doing it? It was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. And, and look, I, I enjoy all aspects of it. The, the bait fishing and all of that. I mean, yeah, it's a grind and you get home and you're, you're wore out, you know, well, well, I left the dock at two 30. I'm goggle eye fishing. The sun came up. Now I'm herring fishing and, mm-hmm. you know, we got to go on a little bit of a boat ride to go find them. They got a little easier. They come and go tie them up right there where they live, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. But kudos to everyone on that boat. And, you know, just hell, everyone who fished the the series and goes out and works hard at it and thoroughly enjoys it. Like just push, push, push. And success comes it it you got to do the work i think that's really well said because that that really is what it comes down to yeah, the at, at the, yeah that yeah i mean you, listen at the, you don't do it because you don't love it right and you don't do it because it's not fun right you definitely having a good time doing it along the way but there's definitely a work aspect to the, to the whole endeavor yes. right um your beloved um, Nick Fury, we'll call him, right? Is that what we're calling Mike, Mike Lamb. I'm going to call him your Nick okay. Fury, right, uh, of the Avengers here. Um, he showed me a picture recently, and he goes, and he was real, real heartfelt when he did this. He showed me this picture. He goes, hey, Dennis, you want to know why we win? He's, he's staring at his phone. He brings up a picture, and he shows me just like that. He shows me his phone, and he goes, he's, that's art. At three forty-five in the morning, <laughs> looking at his bait, making sure everything is good, and he goes, "You realize the whole team's still sleeping." Well, he wasn't clearly. He wasn't <laughs> right, but he said, "But he caught you out there," and he's like, "He goes, you know," and he goes, "He goes shortly thereafter, everyone wakes up, arch ready, and people just start getting to work." And he goes, "That's why we win," you know. We're putting in the work. It all depends on what you want to get out of this. See, I don't fish on that level. When I fish on a tournament, I'm jumping on a boat and I'm having a good time. And I'm, I'm more, more than likely I'm with a customer. You know what I mean? That I just go on and, and then, then that's how I, you know what I mean? But you guys are on a different level. You guys are in a different mindset when it comes to that day. You know what I mean? So you got to take out of it what you want to get out of it, right? But if you're in it to win it, that's what you got to do. Right? Put in the effort. Yeah. I think I think so, everybody that does this is borderline OCD crazy. Yeah, and you love it to the point where you're obsessed about it. Mm-hmm. it, it it's two levels of OCD in the deal, though, because outside of this stuff, OCD guys aren't. Well, something wrong. Yeah, it's bringing it on closer. All right, all right. OCD guys aren't as as physically unfit as me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they probably cut their hair a little more often. Well, look at Alan. I mean, look look, look how in shape he is that's over what I'm there. Saying. That's right? the vast majority you of know, OCD he's guys. He's moving fast in the cockpit back and mm-hmm. forth, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll put my speed against One of the young rising out. stars in the southwest scene, right? So. When I was in the pit, I'll put my, well, when I was in the pit, it was just, it was still my boat and, you know, yeah. whatever. 
I'm a little busted up, but I'll go. I'll go against exactly. anybody. Absolutely, right I'll put his speed up. Put Jimmy Speedy. It's, it ain't physical fitness that gets you fast in the, in the right. burning game. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's efficiency. Slow is fast. The fast is well, slow. I mean, no. so here smooth is fast. Smooth is fast. smooth is fast. Yeah. All right. When we're tournament fishing, I fish a spinning rod. Mm-hmm. When we charter fish. I'm down there running two kites, and then whatever else he comes up with that he's like, "Hey, put a spinning rod up, put a spinner off the bow, and fish it deep. Hey, why don't you sneak in a, a, a rubber core?" Right <laughs> now we get a bite, and he knows no other way but to. It's him. I'm going to get him. I'm like, "Cap, slow down. Just pump the brakes a little bit. Let's let this thing unfold." I mean. You nope. look like you're enjoying that you a little know? too much, but it's squeegee. It's just, I feel like a million bucks. It's, it's smooth as fast, and Burning I mean, eyeballs I out. put that, I, I go in and out, and in and out, and yeah, in and yeah. out with, with the kites. Yeah. When we're tournament fishing, I don't do it at all. Um, I fish the spinning rod. The mm-hmm. only time I assist with the kite is in the derby, and that's if they want assistance. Other than that, mm-hmm. I'm just okay. Give me the rod. I'll re-rig it and whatever. And yeah. you know. Well, I heard that um, he's the only one all day long that doesn't stop fishing at all. Oh, never right. puts it down. There's no, it never takes a break. Except you. this time, he didn't want to go to the bow when it got rough. <laughs> Which, but I will say, in in our fleet and our series, there is no better flatline person than Jimmy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've heard oh, that before 1, from other people percent. too. Oh. Yeah, that's because yep. I don't fish anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give a shout out to Priceless and Bernie yes. Perez and those guys. Great it, tournament. Man. Yep. Right. They, great great they, way they to finish the season, season with 25 sailfish is yep. a great way to finish the season. Yep. We had 26 billfish, we'll call it, and that was overall caught for the Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Johnson. Yep. So the season ended with really good numbers. And it's doing better right now. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep going. It's almost like we can have another final sale here in a couple of weeks. Um, it's only going to kind of increase it. We were talking about yep. the later, later it's bite, like later, later bite, points. right? And um, um, we I always like seeing the, I always like the seeing the season finish high like that rather than just dwindle down, which it has in the past done that before. But it's like I, making I a birdie like, on eighteen. You're ready to get back and do it again. Yeah, yeah. you right. want to play the next day. Right. Yeah, that's good. It, it gets everybody interested for next year. I but... really thought Spieth was going to make a move, but <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: we spend a lot of time in Miami bait fishing. Martin, mm-hmm. myself. There has not Ten been minutes? one day this year that I haven't seen the guys on Priceless, yep. whether they're on their contender or they're out there in the Viking, chasing herring mm-hmm. and sardines when we're doing it. Yeah. Every, Every day, day I've been down there, they have been out and they have been working hard at it and put hard work. Yeah. It makes a difference. Those guys, were down, those guys were down in Ocean Reef, huh? Yep. So here's okay. that's the that's what I want to talk about a little bit. And in the, I, the, the decision making thing is is probably forty percent of, of the success. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe more, maybe less. I don't know. It it feels like a lot more. You make good decisions, and you give the guys opportunities through those decisions, and then you, know, you got to capitalize from it. So how the numbers exactly break out, and everything I do is a numbers game, and everything anybody, whether they realize it or not, if you're not making your decisions by when you're running the boat by Playing numbers, run the percentages, run the percentages. This is 30% more likely to be successful, 80% more likely to be whatever the number. I mean, you got to run the numbers the whole time. Mm-hmm. And and that's how you make your decisions on where you're going to fish. People go with the roffers and all that horse shit. Fuck it. I don't need that. I don't want that. I've got experience. Run the numbers. Mm-hmm. And you run the numbers. 
constantly as the day progresses and as conditions change, that changes what, how the, how the numbers work and, oh and where, how you make your decisions. And at the end of day one, we'd kind of, we'd work fishing south and we'd worked our way all the way to Ocean Reef and the condition was there. It was, it was epic. It was absolutely epic. And there was four boats fishing, Priceless being one of them. And they made a late run there. By the time we got there, they were fighting the fish and they only caught one more after we got there. And we fished for an hour there. And I didn't see the numbers being caught around me and we didn't see a fish, though the condition was there. And I've been there in April and seen that condition and seen 20, 30, 40 bites and epic. And I've seen that condition and seen none. Mm-hmm. And and with what I saw and not knowing that, that Priceless was there all day, but they'd caught 15. And if they were day one, day one. Yeah. And if they were, well, I say that they got down there on the tide, they, which is part of the deal. Mm-hmm. And I told everybody going into the thing, I told Jason on the edge, I said, we got a tide all day long. And I've got a tide starts at nine o'clock on day one. And basically you fish it till three o'clock, which is when we got there, which I, one of my failures in decision-making, that was a nine o'clock to three o'clock tide. And they caught 14. No, what'd they catch on day one? 11. 11. So mm-hmm. they caught 10 on the tide, one off the tide post, you know, post the tide. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that got out of my head. I didn't. But anyway, whatever. So I'm working that, and I said, all right, they didn't see enough. They didn't see enough. And the the other boat there was a blue fish on. Fish on, yep. Was there. And and they only caught four fish kind of pre-tide, right, as the tide was changing mm-hmm. to start outbound, and then no more. So I said, okay, well, there's too damn many of them to the north. I can't go there on day two. And that, that was mistake number one. Mm-hmm. So... We start off out front because there were a lot of fish seen out front. There were fish seen around the bubble there, the Cuban hole, they call it. It's outfall there, just south of Government Cut. And there were a lot of fish seen late in the day around the county wrecks and, and quite a few seen around the sea buoy early. So I knew I wanted to be close. I felt like I wanted to be close. But when we got out there, the condition wasn't anything like as good water condition. Current was there. Whatever, we had a better wind on day two. But the, wa- the water wasn't there. But I felt like, and again, my speed was playing with me a little bit mentally, but I felt like still felt like even in the water one there, it was, it was the right call. And if John Louis makes that decision too, you kind of think it, it, it affirms your, your thought process a little bit. Cause still, in my opinion, the best that's ever done it. Uh, not taking too much away from pretty Nikki. Cause the dude is outstanding, but so he's, he's got the same thought process and, and I've got an immense amount of respect for, for Jason and Ben and in time, they're going to be thought of on those levels mm-hmm. as well. And they're there. So again, more affirmation that I'm making a good decision. Well, uh, Alan, you can chime in on that. Yeah, that's where yep. I fished. Yep. So he, 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 he <laughs> fished. How, how are you doing over there, by the way? Yeah, not, not the buster zone art, but, but that's a perfect yep. segue over into what, because you were on Lunatico with yeah, that, right? Yep. We were by ourselves for a day and a half. And I mean, the first day... Where'd we go? We went five for nine, raise like 17. Yeah. And then the second day, we started off hot again. You know, like a fish an hour, but saw more fish. I think we saw like 15 fish by 12 o'clock and then hooked a triple and then hooked a quad. And that's when I think that was what you guys came probably around like 11. We left there. We left there at 11. Left there at 11. You, John. um, That's day two you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah, day two. Where'd John go, Ocean Reef? He stayed. He stayed. stayed, Yeah. I think he picked away too. Yeah. 
But just he had, you know, the cur- I wouldn't say courage. I don't know the word for it. Just to stay there, you know, because yeah. he saw think, what well, he liked. I think liked. The, the proper term you said to me earlier was balls. Yeah, he, he had the, right? he had the uh, balls that, to that's stay. That's what you mentioned to me earlier. You know? Yeah. All just because right. we, we yeah. had that ocean to ourselves. Yeah. So, you know? Sometimes the hardest decision is not to make a not decision. Not to move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's, a, it's, a mind, it's a mind fuck, literally. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, these guys got eight bites down here. Yeah. They've got... Because hey, I there's called, fish being caught at Philsboro. You know when could did be I strange. call you? You know what's good? You called me at like 8, I, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I called, no I called you after we saw Arthur. We it saw could be strange sometimes. It's crazy. It could yeah. be strange. My decision-making process is based on what bait I'm going to put out <laughs> that's going to get eaten. <laughs> yeah. I just... Well, you do your job, uh, right? You focus I, on, I, on your... I, on your in, so this is what I do. Like you in your swim lane? My job is prep, 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 prep. And then on the day that we're going to go tournament fish, I don't get in Cap's kitchen. Let him do the cooking. Yeah. Just bring me there, and I'm going to catch him. That's that's it. And, you know, I pride myself on good numbers mm-hmm. and, and being consistent and, you know, steadily pecking away at him and catching him. And I will say that this year in the Jimmy Johnson, I had, I had one that managed to hornswoggle me. But other than that, there was it. a great video of you with the a in the Jimmy, oh. in the Jimmy Johnson. That, one ate, the, that, that one was ate, a great. That, that was a, one ate right took under that the video? boat. That was a great. Was that Steve-O that took well, that? No, no, it was that Calibri. Was a great shot. Was it? Yeah. That was a great, great angle and a great shot of the whole thing like that. We got to definitely edit that no, one in. But John. that fish, right? And this is this was priceless because you had to be there to see it, right? You know, he goes Elmer Fudd on us, and he's oh. up top and goes Jimmy. <laughs> A fish just came out from under the boat and grabbed your bait. Like he whispers it. He's right in my kitchen. He's right there. You get Jim Steele, and I look down. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm bad. I see him. He goes, he, he's got you in. And Steele goes, hey, Cap, he's underwater. I don't think he can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like it just comes out. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Right? So when that fish is right under the boat and you, and you haven't gotten tight yet, it's one of those scenarios where you, where is this thing going to go as soon as I start going on them, you know? And I'm, so I, I, I was feeding to it a little bit and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I, my bait's gone. I could see him. He's mm-hmm. eating it. And I'm, I knew, okay, I, I got to get around the stern and I start getting tight and I'm coming back and telling the guys, okay. And it just, he came up and went aggro. I thought he was coming in the boat when he started coming back at us. Yeah. I mean, there was a half a second decision. I said, if I back under him while he's jumping right now, he's in the boat. We call it and it counts. Yeah. Yeah. I literally, it was, it was but that close. It, I thought, we, and I thought I could do it. We, we've got, we've Just got a couple. the bill, throw him in. No, no, he was jumping, baby. He I could have jumping. backed under him. He, he was jumping. Like he was in, I mean, looking at it this way, it was no less than 18 inches mm-hmm. between the motors, Bill. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. right there. The, the GoPro doesn't give you the justice of how close right. it yeah. actually how was. Close it was. I mean, he, he was, kind of he was between yeah. the motors with his bill. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. and no there's less bow in the line, though, because he had been feeding for a second when he came up jumping. Yeah. Yeah. So and then he, it, it went wild. I went I went around. I went left. I went right. <laughs> and then I'm back to the left. And I was like, okay, I settled in. The fish got away from the boat. Was he a little one? Hell no. no it, it was, was a big one. It was full grown. It was a big one. He was grown. Yeah, full, he was wild. full grown doing yeah. that. I was, I was those about, little ones get spritey, man. Um, <laughs> I was probably 200 yards inside of you guys and you hooked it. So when you're fishing, it was really, really calm too. And you see everything. So I look over there. I see the fish jumping. I'm like, oh, steel's tight. Because it was right in that yep. starboard yeah. corner. And then I heard you call it in. 
yeah. Marco, I'm like, I'm like, well, that's weird, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird one, no doubt. Nobody picked up on my segue for the strange questions, but before when I was like, strange, strange, strange. You I've guys got ready to Still grinding right now, but that's the right. moves. But we're gonna that's talk right. about we'll it. Later, get, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. You guys need a drink. Oh, look at you. All right, so I want to point out one thing. I want to point out one thing, Carly. Hold on one second. I want to point out one thing that you are wearing a a shirt from the greatest bar that has ever graced our land, right? The Treasure Trove, right? So thank you very much. But she got holes in her britches. (laughs) (laughs) So we're gonna we're gonna do a little. uh, Is uh, where'd Squeezy go? He's washing it out. Washing it out? Already? Is it burning, Squeezy? Dude, his eyes were watering when we just looked back over at it. Is it burning? All right. You can't sniff that hey, stuff too long. He signed up for this. He did sign up for it. He, he, it was this. That's the funny part about it. It's like it was all his idea. Hey, he said, hey, what are you dyeing my mustache? So I thought it was like okay. So originally, we were gonna shave it off. That's how it started. Is that what it was? Yeah. A wise man once told me, if you're gonna be dumb, you better be tough. <laughs> Who was that wise man? <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard it numerous times. All right, so uh, this is this has become fastly becoming a tradition on this episode is, is where we do not field Facebook Live questions, we or we don't we do not field strange questions. Um, the face- Papa's Pilar strange questions. We can roll the bumper. Right. What did I do and, with my and, drink? And um, I think you're getting refill. You're back. getting a refill. <laughs> I'm joking. I know I'm not that dumb. Oh, you're already yet. live. Yeah, I'm. Well, you're already live. I'm All right, waiting for so people to show go, up. They um, always takes them forever. I married up, Trey. There, hey, there he is. Wait, is it done? It's not done. It's just it's much lighter. It looks like it's gone. <laughs> it's it looks like it's disappeared. It looks much better now. So <laughs> it looks white. So all right. So uh, here's the first question. All right, give, give it ties the first in question. with Jimmy not being able to figure fault. out how to get his live thing going. Okay. So Mike Lamb asks, <laughs> "What do Wahoo and Scooters in Miami have in common?" Which is I know the answer to they, that. Well, let's say it. They both hate Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> so again, Jimmy DeMarco, a spectacular fisherman, spectacular fisherman, no denying it. All right, has never caught a wahoo on live bait gear. Oh yeah, go light. Really? Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Some right. opportunities in charter fishing. He's handed the rod off a thousand times. Oh yeah, I hand off the rod and I gaff seventy pounders like it's going out of style. Yeah. But, but uh, as far as from the angler perspective, I mean, and and listen, you know, odds are getting lower and lower because I go fishing with my kid and we get bit. It's his fish. It's grab the rod. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't I don't grab a rod unless he's already tight. Yeah. So I'm really going to get my balls busted by this group when James catches one this summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, absolutely. And I he's to it. Yep. Look at that pretty fishy up there. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. All right. From Daryl Clark. Okay. All right. And Carly, you need to listen to this one. Yes, sir. Oh, I got to swipe to reveal comments. How do you do that? Why is the hot chick in the back putting gloves on? (laughs) 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 What kind of deal are you doing there? So, uh, Daryl, to answer your question, uh, Alan is getting his mustache dyed today. Right. Oh, look at that. There's some color involved. And uh, Carlene has volunteered to be our bartender and, uh, and mustache dyer. Oh, this poor boy. Today is that the proper so term, red. mustache dyer? Okay, sure. And yeah. Nicole is uh, enjoying the moment back there. Go ahead and paint the out. tip of his nose red too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be oh, awesome. she did it. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. That's awesome. Oh, I did get a. It's not a strange question, but so uh, Chris Sanchez asked how many bites we got when we made the power move to Hillsboro on Saturday. 
So we had 11 bites, saw 15 fish in total. That that was in how many hours? Four hours? Three and a half. Yep, three and a half hours. But All right. It was good fishing up there for sure. I I think Daryl's going to win today. With 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 the lone question, Wait, what you, I thought Mike Lamb's question was phenomenal. Mike, Mike Lamb's question is great. I don't know if he's allowed to win, being that he's been a. I mean, he can uh, win, can he? Yeah, and he's eligible to win. It's not a strange question about the power move by any means, but we'll talk about. We're going to talk about that more later anyway in the podcast for sure. All right. So just as a reminder to everybody, we are looking for your strange <laughs> questions. Hey, did you wow. know she was Alan such an artist when you brought her on to do this? Like we are now. celebrating the end of sailfish season. This is like our sailfish season wrap-up I actually episode. think it looks better. Right? Do you <laughs> like sailfishing or meat fishing more? Mm. Brian, yes. the competition in sailfishing has me absolutely hooked. The The meat fishing is my mm. first love, but the the sailfishing is where I'm at right now. And Tim Maddox predicted it. Mm-hmm. Tim Maddox did years and years ago. He said, Probably. "Dude, you're going to start bill fishing." Yeah, and it's over. The stuff you're doing over here is, and it, you know what? It, it, it screwed me a little bit because I dearly love that other stuff. But for five years, I didn't give a fuck about the. I didn't care at all about the meat fishing. I kind of yeah. dipped out mentally. Yeah. Dipped out. I didn't want to put forth the effort because it was just it's exhausting. Yeah. And in these last two years, I kind of got back into it. I loved it again. And <laughs> you can do it all. You can absolutely do it all oh with the sailfish. You got me hooked. So we have a question from Lexi Creary, who was recently a guest a on podcast. our show. Right? It was a great podcast, wasn't Excellent it? Job, she did Lexi. an you did a great amazing job. job. All right, so Lexi um, works for HMY Yachts, Pretty and she is she definitely a friend of the studio. <laughs> yep. She asks me to ask you, what song best represents your team? And that is a question for one and two, and maybe Ooh. even three over there. Yeah. All right. Best song. All right. So you got a red nose. Yeah. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Can not. I zoom? I can. All right. Here, let me see your nose here. He's got a red nose. Do you guys right. have a go to song you go to? Uh, Mike got heavy on that having a record year. I don't remember who the, the artist is. Church. Was it? That's a good song. He got heavy on that one. And then anything. Hank Williams Jr. and Charlie Daniels. Charlie, he played a, he had him play at Charlie Daniels band. Uh, what the hell was the song? Not Devil Went Down to Georgia. No, 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 God, no. no. <laughs> but yeah, he plays uh, Thunderstruck too, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Long-haired country boy. There you go. Oh. There you go. Yep. At the leave that, leave that long-haired country boy alone. Yep. That is he it. He played right? that one at the awards. Yep. All right. <laughs> we, we for, for us, we play a little bit of everything, but in the morning, whenever we clear the inlet, we always play uh, mm-hmm. Superstition from uh, Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's right. We talked about that, yeah. the Superstition. Not yes. getting any more questions, though. No? All right. Well, no. we're going to cut it. We need to pick no, a winner, then. There you, I think the you can contest to our song. Yeah, what's your song? Remember that Body by uh, Megan the Stallion? <laughs> oh, good God. Yep. You remember I, when you fished with us with the Cove Tournament? Well, yeah. Well, the well, Barfing I, Dog. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the one that, that Nicole was yeah, all doing the thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not really. All right, we're going to cut it. So we need to pick all a winner. Right. Daryl was not happy that you did not pick Jeez. his question. No. So you go with Daryl. Yeah. And um, you got Mike Lamb. We got Daryl. We got Lexi. I don't know if someone asked you a question. <laughs> that was a fishing Sorry. question. Sorry. fishing really... question. Yeah, right. just one asshole in the I group. actually like the mustache. The nose thing is the what's nose. throwing me over. Yeah. Yeah, they, it, it yeah. won't come off, so you guys. It won't come off? It's, it's, nah, it's, it's not coming off. Oh, no. <laughs> no, for real? It, it's not. It's going to take some acetone. Oh, oh I have the last tone oh, on the nose every now and then. Let's mm-hmm. go here. All right, Squeegee, take a look at me over here. 
So he's got a red dot in his nose that will just, will not come off. And it's a luscious red, raspberry. And a blood red. red. Luscious all right. Are you regretting this decision? Absolutely not. All right. All right. Good. Good. Yeah, right. So do you have to rinse it out again? All right, Mike I Lamb. So. I hey, listen. So Mike, hey, Mike, <laughs> funny Mike, Lamb, Mike Lamb just entered in the room again. I guess he's got to win here. Said, so ask Fonzie about scooters. <laughs> so you got to show him that video. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> so, so, you, you got a good video of it. All right. All right. So uh, yeah, these scooters in Miami everywhere. Right. We're coming out of dinner on Thursday night, and. All right, the guys, hey, let's jump on these scooters and ride back to the boat, back to the hotel. So you have to download an app. You got to do all this nonsense, right? So I follow all the prompts on the scooter. I download the app, go through it. Mike comes walking over, and he goes, yeah, just push next, next, next. Okay, so I go through it. I, I put my credit card thing in and scan my driver's license like it asks, and here I am. The scooter I walk up to, it says it's got 66%. I scan it. Nope, try another one. This one doesn't work. So I go to the next one. I start going through the thing. It's all the same stuff. Scan it. Nope, try another one. This one doesn't work. So now they're all laughing. They're riding circles around me. And I go to the third one. I scan it. That one doesn't work. I'm ready to throw them in the fucking river, right? The, these scooters, they're they're worthless. So no, they're just racist. I, I I check I check my credit card statement the next morning, and I get charged for all three scooters that I never rode. So <laughs> that's probably what the what are, what are the scooters so in the Miami? Moral, the moral of the story is don't ever go to Miami. I love Miami. Well, do you? No, the it's, ocean. It's, by ocean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was there was some good people watching at Bayside. Great people watching. I mean, Great people watching. Alan's got a hell it. of a scooter video to show the world. Scooters. <laughs> we like scooters. He's got a scooter video. That a That'll one. make you laugh. That was a good one. That was from the balcony. Oh. I mean, she went down hard. Hard. Oh, really? Real twice. Hard. Dude, Bernard went down hard twice, <laughs> and Steve went down hard once. Bernard went full. He... Like rolled for twenty feet off into the sand. Well, like he, after tried, no, he tried to right ride to through the sand. Yes, he did, and through the grass and all over and the place. But he died. He took. But then he lived. He took three or four steps to keep up with the pace he was moving, and then he just had to, you know, roll. He fell well. <laughs> and he's dad on the boat. He's the oldest dude on the boat. That, that's, that's, I'm, I'm gonna put his daughter he on. Me, on. He called me right after that. He goes, "You would have thought I was twenty years old. I thought, the, I thought the scooter could go on the sand, but I guess not." Hey, at some soul. point yeah. he was ready to jump on into the river. If we would have had a ramp, he was oh, going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said some lady was like, "You're too right. old for this." And he was I, super I'm going to cut the live. I've been going live for too long. So the winner is Mike Lamb. I can't. It's funny to me. Sure, I yeah. was there. Maybe you had to be there. I don't know. Maybe maybe you had to be there. All right, we're, we're going to call like Mike Lamb 15. the winner of the uh, the strange <laughs> questions. So thank you for joining us, everybody. Yep. Listen, at one point I saw 25 people watching, so I think you did good. pretty good there. So mm -hmm. all right, all right. See you later. Peace. Peace. <laughs> How you doing? We're doing, baby. Coming in hot. So do you have to rinse that out, or does that stay just like that? Just that's it for when you walk this way. Just like that. It's oh, all shit. for you. It's awesome. All right. It so now awesome. we're going to get a little serious. It's all for me. Yeah, we still got more to talk about. about we still this got more to talk about. So take it away.
while I make this live. Cast okay. nets are common on land in Miami. Yes, they are. What's that? Cast nets. Cast nets. Everybody was wearing a cast net down there. Oh, oh, yeah. oh you're like, telling me Or like a gill net or like a mullet net. You know, yeah. one that you'd throw for mackerel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. So we're going to recap sailfish season. But I, I want to finish in style. the final so, sale That's what I'm saying. So we're by circling, hooking it back. So there is a group of circle fishermen. Circle hooking it back. Circle hooking it back. Yes, we're going to circle hook it back. So, and it ties in with red hair, doesn't it? Circle <laughs> hooking it back. Right. Yes. It anyway, does, actually. If you can't. Yep. Anyway. So the, one of the things I love, and the reason that we started this whole thing when we were talking about it was running the thought process back. Because I'm not doing this for the people that are watching. I'm doing this to get better next year. And and as I get older, it's harder so, and harder to sit down and run. So the for thoughts. the sake of the audience, I'm going to say the reason that Art said one of the reasons that we started doing this version of episode of the podcast is for basically reliving, recalculating. Yep. You know, and what I mean? then having people talk to right. me about it down the road, and right. having a guy like Skip. So and it's therapeutic. And it, it's 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 analytical. It's right, exactly. all the above. Exactly. Right. So. So I throw it out there, and, and and part of it has already come back a little bit with the guy. He's now thinking about it. How many bites did you get? And, and it'll, there'll be discussions down the road that will help in future decisions, and, and it adds into that numbers game I'm talking about. So it was, it was I guess it was, uh, we got there at 1220, so it was 11 o'clock when, it was 1015 when I first made a decision to go. We talked about it Saturday yeah, morning. I was on the phone with Skip talking about it. We'd heard about some stuff going down back home. The, several of the charter boats were seeing fish both on the troll and live baiting with one kite and two baits, and they're seeing real quantities, real quantities of fish. And I knew nobody's going to do it like we're doing it, you know, if I were up there, so that if they see six, I'm going to see 12. And and there was a boat had seen six in the morning up there, and the condition was right for for seeing real numbers up there, water, wind, everything. Southeast wind this time of year up there can be great. Mm-hmm. really really great and i made a decision at at like i guess it was 10 o'clock or whatever right screw it I'm, we're going and then i make a jump and i see a boat tight bin was tight and I, all right and the water wasn't right and clearly there were a lot of fish there but but i knew we needed a number i knew we needed to do, to do a bunch and i just i put them up for a minute and i said this i can't get confident in this water maybe it would work i know they're here but i can't get confident in this water. So now it's it's 11 o'clock and it's dead. Screw it, we're going. And and we're not fasting the boat we were in on this one. It was, you know, it's a phenomenal fishing boat, but it's not a speedster. So I'm looking at it and it's 12.20 when we get where we want to get. But I get up there and ran by Dania's outfall there and it looked good. The, the water wasn't great, but it was a nice edge. It looked good and I thought about it. And no, I can't confirm the numbers we need here. We, we got to go. So it, we run on and get just north of Port Everglades, about three miles, and the water starts to get right, starts to clean up. And I see a Lauderdale charter boat on the seven and Thank a half, you. which is two and a half miles north of Port Everglades, and they're tight. And it jumps, and I see them come off. I see the bait go flying, and it jumped one off. And they were in a buck 50. I said, okay, that helps. But it was, I wish I hadn't have seen it, because it stopped me a little short. I stopped right off the steeple on the 10. And I really wanted to start on the 12. I kept telling myself, you got to get to the 12. You got to get to the 12. Stopped on the 10 because that dude was tight, and, and we stopped, and the flyers start pushing around and everything. We drift to the 12 where I kept telling myself I wanted to get to. We hook a double. And and uh, we caught both of that double. So, all right, here we go. 
a corner on the right short, one on the spinning rod. Mike Lamb's on the bow at this point on the spinning rod. And, I, and Mike starts reeling as I'm kind of organizing to get in front of Jim Steele's fish. It, stop. Leave that thing there. There, There's more here. And he, I, he, I hear him up there. And he's sitting down. It's rough. It's like bad rough. And he's sitting down up there. And I'm, you hear him. He's bit now. Said, All right, cool. And we'd already released in Calmer Ocean the day before a couple of fish off the bow. But so whatever, we do those two fish. And it was eventful, but it was cool. We get it done. Kind of reset real quick. Another double. Fish on the right long gets wrapped up all the way to the freaking main line. Comes off. And I watch it coming along, shows up on the left middle, and it's middling around deep, like it seemed 10 or 12 feet down there thinking about it. But he's already been wrapped up, so he's freaked out of it, and another one eats on the left short. And we catch that one. We don't ever get that other one to fight again. So it starts, you know, in, but it, that was right on the 12. So if you, again, the decision process, I don't see that guy get tight down there on the 7.5. I don't start on the 10. I start on the 12 where I want. It's and the mind maybe, fuck to get you. Yep. So, you, you know, you, it was a bit of a, a time there that we didn't get bit because I started too soon. I just get mesmerized hearing these stories that you tell like this. Oh. I this do. is the thought process I do. I that really I talk do. about. I mean, I, I mean, because you do it so well. Uh, no, not no, no, well no. enough. Not well enough this time. No, you, you tell the story. Yeah. Well. Right, and, and that is that is the truth. I mean, you you really do draw it in, and that's, I think that's one of the reasons why people really really love this episode because because you do really take people to the moment and give them a different perspective. Like, I mean, you fish with this guy all like non, nonstop, right? Since since oh three, you know, what um, I mean? and, and I'm not taking I'm away okay. anything from your talents because those are evident, right? But but I mean, it's got to be you know majestic just to just to feed off that at all times you know and having you guys here and i'm just going to break this down because i do want to put a little perspective on the episode because you know we've been doing the tournament talk episode for quite some time now right and i always love wrapping up sailfish season because it really does give you a chance to kind of look back on the entirety of the season and get your guys' perspective. And I really can't think of three better guys to have in the room than than the three of you to really get the proper perspective on all of it, right? Um, but just, just, I just find myself just getting so drawn in to to when you tell these stories of, of the moments that happen. I mean, you you tell the stories as well. That's so greatly too, and and that's I'm just enamored by it. You guys have to but feed I didn't off each story. other. I only had one. No. I, I had one story this year. That's it. No, but this, <laughs> but that's this. Yeah, but that's this year though. That's this year though. Skip the. But the but yeah. the truth of the matter is, it, it's like when the stories are there, it's the, it's the same same situation. But even right? on the days where we're fishing solid, we had we we only had one really good tournament this year. That was the Jimmy Johnson. We caught fish all year. But it wasn't enough to get it rolling. But it's the same thing. You're second guessing. You're like, I was running to, I don't know, like days that I was running to the 31 off point. I saw somebody get tight off the Ritz, and I stopped and fished for like 20 minutes. You're like, oh, I just kept going. Just one you fish, go there right? And set up, boom, you get a bite right away. You know, it's just one of those you, things, you know. Yeah. You it's know, it's a mind. It's it's your mind. It gets in your head. You got to get comfortable, and yep. and and th- that comfort that you find when you get to the right spot isn't. It, it's because everything that your brain is telling you needs to be happening mm-hmm. is happening there. It's not like it's not an actual it's a physical feeling, but that physical feeling is created by a mental process that has finally melded into the right situation. And and I've never 
John Louis has become a dear friend and, but I've never had a chance and I want to get him at this table because I want to be able to sit down We've and see. We've talked about making that yeah. happen. We yeah. should, we really should get that going. I, well, I, I, I've never had the conversation I want to have with him that Skip and I've had. The and, only thing we got close to was when we were in, uh, yes. Up there, that hunting camp thing. Yeah, where we're all kind of. He says he wants to come on the show. He's told me he wants to come on the show. We should make that. He's the best. You don't get to come on the show. I don't get to sit next to him. He's he's very quiet. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. He's very unassuming. Yeah, and he's just a great guy. See, I I think that you have to be able to take the same amount and process on those bad days. Yep. Mm -hmm. And say what went wrong and how you know rather than going home and. Just kind of today sucked. Ever I wasn't on my game. Whatever, drinking yourself into a stupor. Like it happens. I mean, you got to process it and learn from those from those bad days versus those days when everything went right. If you're not learning just as much, if not more, from that day when you made those bad decisions and why that happened that way or it didn't happen. (laughs) I'm good. It's, Thank you. it's just as important. So That's, every you, you, day you bring up a, such a solid every point, day Jimmy. you have to bring something home from it. And this is something that, I mean, I've, I've got a son that just turned 13 and I tell him, listen, you don't need to learn everything, but every day we go on the boat, just bank one thing learn one thing. You don't need to learn it from me because he's my kid. He doesn't listen. Let's just be honest to me. Yeah. Yep. But if Art said something to him, or if he was on the boat with Skip and Skip told him something, he's a sponge. It yep. it won't go away. He'll just, oop, okay, I got that one. You know, but with me, it's kind of like we lock horns and I tell him this and I tell him that. And then it, it happens and it unfolds the way I was telling him. And it either worked out for him or it didn't. And when it didn't, I'm like, buddy, I tried to tell you, but now <laughs> process it and let's learn from it. So I, I want to add on to what he just said, right? And I, and I want to bring a little bit of a, of a real world perspective because, you know, let's, let's get back on land from the water for a second. Don't right? want to. Humor <laughs> me here, right? And this is going to benefit Nicole just as much as anybody else watching the show or anything like that, right? So because she can understand exactly what I'm about to say. Uh, the last three weeks or so here have not been ideal, Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And we had choices to make as to um, what direction we take, how we handle it, certain things that we needed to accept, um, certain things that, you know, we could have sulked about, um, certain things that we said, you know what? That's business. We're going to do it. Right. We're just going to, you know what I mean? So we had choices to make. Right. And we did. Right. And we both basically chose to grab the bull by the horns choices mm-hmm. right what other way is there you gonna quit you gonna give up that's that's the thing right so so but you but you really gotta saying it is a lot easier than doing it right oh yeah and we're kind of like on the downslope now we're doing we're in a, we're in a better place right you know we got your back i, I don't know, I know what's going on i know i know but but, but, the but community that's what I'm, saying. I'm, I'm being vague and you yeah. know what i mean and, and, and i get that but like it's it hasn't been the best few weeks at the studio, right? But we're getting through it, and all is good at this point, right? I have Nicole to thank greatly for that. She's been a rock star, okay? <laughs> She's a good kid. Yeah, and I want to give her a shout-out. She's been amazing, yeah. right? But to the point you were talking about, like, it's all, like, 
it's easy riding high and looking at the positive and saying, I'm awesome. These are all the things that we did right. Very. Right. The hardest thing to do is looking back on all the things that went wrong and looking back at all the negative and seeing what did you learn from it? Number one. Adjust. Right. And are you going to look at that storm as a storm that came in and fucked up your world? Mm-mm. Or are you going to look at that storm as a cleanser and saying, there's a reason that happened. And maybe those things just needed to go away, right? And we're going to look at that storm as a reboot. Adversity doesn't build character. How you respond to adversity is what builds character. And, you know, in what we do and when we're fishing, you miss two or three in a row and things can go sideways. And sometimes you just can't get it back. And things fall apart on you. I mean, you catch 10 in the first couple hours, you hook a guy in the nose, and then you miss the next 10 the rest of the day. 12, I mean, actually. We missed the next 12. We did catch two more. We wound up with 12 yeah, that well, day. we were 24 bites, though. I, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Fishing is an art, and art imitates life. <laughs> but it, it it's just one of those things where, you know, it's a precipitation effect. And Take a moment. Sometimes you got to just... Take a moment and it's behind you. It's water under the bridge. And what I try to do is I focus on the next one, not what just happened. You know? And by the way, he's talking about Victor Jensen, a dear friend, phenomenal soul who has been gone a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. But my boy took a hook to the nose. (laughs) It was, it's, it's a story that will live on forever. As long as I live. Yep. It was such an epic situation and in the best selfish bite we might have ever been in in a tournament. I got the finger pointed at me. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> what a great situation. Yeah, what a great guy. Um, I miss him every day. Well, since you brought him up, let's let's just say pay our respects to Victor Jensen and you know, and shout out to him. Damn, you know, I miss good that guy. dude. Right? Phenomenal. So, so I mean, uh, dude, I'm actually so I'm actually kind. very glad that his name got brought up on the podcast at Love least that guy. finally. You know, that, that's 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 good that it did. Um, so, all right. So, perspective on the pre- haven't pre- left Miami yet with the story. Pre- no, yeah. Well, I'm saying we're, we're trying to find that, but I, mm-hmm. I I liked where Jimmy took that. You know, that, oh, yeah, that was really really important, and I'm glad we got to tie in what what the studio has gone through the past couple of weeks. I can catch you all up later, but please you know do. I mean? It's 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 fine. We're good. We're good. We're good. Listen, at the end of the day, I paint fish. Okay, how bad could it be? I'm, not caring, it I'm well. not caring diseases and we're not losing lives here, right? But, you know, we did have a negative turn happen and some unfortunate things went on. And uh, But we're in a good spot now. Um, but okay. anyway, don't want to dwell on reason. that. So, Art, bring it bring Shall it we in. finish it? Wrap yeah. it up. Right, well, we, I guess we did. We actually have left Miami and we're now drifted to the 12 from the 10. So we had two miles of wasted ground, which was odd that we did because of the amount of life we were seeing and I was hitting some good bottom and, and not getting bites. But here's the thing, the whole run up there, you're talking about an hour and 20 minutes making that run. I'm, I'm losing my crew every second of the way. I know it. I know they're questioning the decision, whether they were or not. Is that true? I wasn't, I wasn't questioning the decision, but I was sitting next to Mikey Goa and Mikey got a text that, um, his partner at the firehouse that partner. He, well, no, 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 not yeah, no. like like a firehouse. <laughs> no, fire, no. Yeah, fire, fire, fire. Sales second. No, no, no. no. Yeah. This is an extraordinarily attractive second. woman. Her her dad is a charter cap, 
that fishes out of Hillsboro. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the guys that was up fishing. And, um, and so what he they got don't a know text. is the confirmation that I got from other boats. Yeah. Yes. But um, Art was in touch with other people. But so Mike goes, hey, Art, um, he goes, you know, he, he just released his sixth. And and we know he's he's out there. He's he's charter fishing. He's charter guy. He's not fishing like in a tournament style at the level we he's do. Fishing one right. And I'm not I'm not taking anything from what he's out there doing because you know, look, I don't care. You release six by ten in the morning, you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. Um or you're in the right spot. So Mikey Mikey yep. as we're running, and at one point we get to Hills or uh, Port Everglades, and I'm like, this water looks like shit. It better fucking clean up. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, we're running along, we're running along, and we get to about, I guess, Dewey's the Sunrise Boulevard. And I go, Mikey, it's looking a little better here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> M- Mikey was ready to start pulling his laces out of his shoes and tying them together. <laughs> I mean, he's like, if this, if this doesn't work out, bro, what did I do? You know? So, that was kind of what was going on, and I'm I'm sitting here thinking, man, how many are they catching while while, while you're running while we're running? Yeah, you know, you pull lines. Don't care about that. That come that I, comes I into know. the whole you know mindset. You know, let's pause it right there for a second because it's that's an, always an ongoing thing, right? Yeah. And you you immediately said, I don't care ever, ever. Okay, because what doing I, I always matter. think that too. I always think of the lines of the water. You're not fishing. Yeah, but I'm fishing that whole run. No, but but, but I know, but I, I want to hear that. If you're fishing in the wrong though. spot, it makes no difference. Yeah. Yeah, but I I mean, not necessarily the wrong spot because there were a lot of fish down there yeah. the day before. Not enough. So I'm I'm not questioning where we were not where, enough. But I just think that sometimes you're better suited with bait in the water than running. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily like had we started at Hillsborough. And fish down there Probably all day. Probably ran away with it. Done. Because if we would have fished, been, I was contemplating fishing Hillsborough both days. It would have been a completely different, completely different outcome. Yeah. I mean, I think had we had another 20, 25 minutes and made one more pass through there, we might have gotten those couple of bites that we needed Not to get to the jackets. Not a might. I mean, there were there were there were fish there. No, no, we might have caught those couple of fish we needed to win the jackets. We yeah. had the bites to win. That was Pierre yes. Hillsborough. Uh, the, we saw our first group at the 12 and there was, and that was, that was another one. Kind that of barracks ish. Yeah. And, and there were fish there and there was a lot of, and I never made the re-jump because I had fish in the spread immediately following releasing the two. So I never made the quick re-jump over it. And that's, I, I ate myself up alive with that, but I had bottom. I was working my way towards. Yeah. So, so I was fighting. Do I make the quick jump over where we just had four bites in a blink of an eye? Or do I continue this drift to this bottom? I know we're going to get bites in in a few minutes. That's the mind. Yep, exactly. So I, I continued the drift, and we did. We, I mean, whatever, there were four bites there. There was seven bites here that, that we ended up getting, and, and not to mention the couple other fish that I've got video of swimming around the boat while we're tight with a few of them that we couldn't get the bite for some reason. Swam right under a sardine that big, and that big around had been growing for six months, and whatever. So the only way you'd know if the decisions were right or wrong is if you could redo it again in the exact same moment, the same situation, which yep. Simon says like you can make you do it, but who knows about all that. Uh, and and <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say this, 
just because of my experience and I'm better suited on deck than I am doing what he does. Well, I mean, there's only so many people on planet Earth that compare can compare themselves well, to, 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 I mean, to him in the tower. I can go find fish. Sure. And I do it. But I have more fun on deck. Yeah, well, listen, listen. I, li- you guys got to understand my perspective on this, right? I get the 30,000 foot view, right? Uh, on, on what you guys go through, okay? And I, I see the what? You look handsome. You look handsome. You look handsome. I love so the red. I get, I get to hear you therapeutically, like as your psychiatrist, your fishing psychiatrist over here. Like it, it's actually every, good to talk every about it half, when you're done. You know what I mean? You know. It's a genius idea to do to do what we do, I think. It, it really is. And if you guys want to talk about level of dedication, this is part of it. Oh, yeah. Right? So this is, this is part of the process. I know talking about the shoulda, coulda, woulda just eats you up. Right? It, it, I get that. I mean, but so much of it, like we talk about the chess game of it all. Right? God, if it pays off, it pays off huge, right? It's and all those are the risks that you got to take. It's all numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you were in the right spot. Maybe it just didn't convert. Like, but you're talking about here's the thing. hairline oh, yeah. perfection to get to your goal, right? And, and you know, one or two things go right. Sometimes you do need a little luck. You do. You know what I mean? Yep. We do, oh, without a doubt. We've, yeah. we've caught fish wrapped into the main line. We lost one that got wrapped all the way to the main line. Yeah. We've caught fish that get never had a hook in them. We had fish hooked that come off. So listen, I listen, I love I love Bernie Perez like a brother. I really do. We're good friends, right? And, and the priceless team, great team. You don't it. you don't catch you don't catch that many fish by accident. You really oh. don't. But there's a certain level of luck by being in that spot that they were in to catch no, 25. No, wasn't lucky. No, that's, no. no. They knew that they was decision-making. There was no they, luck there. Now, keeping those fish on the hook, there's a 10% luck level there. They did everything right, and the bad things didn't happen. But making the decision to be there. So the bad things didn't the happen. The bad things are the luck thing. There's, bad things that happen to all of us sometimes are bad luck. Good luck? Fuck that. It doesn't exist. They've they've had. Doesn't exist. They've. They put in the prep hours that I've personally seen Mm -hmm. in terms of bait fishing that I've witnessed. But like Art said, the decision to be there and that's math from a couple of guys I talked to who were down there. Thank you. There was a, there was a lull for like an hour and a half where a couple of boats left. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that was in between the tide change at the end of the incoming before the outbound. Outgoes. No, no, the, the, end, the outgoing. The outgoing before. You fish Ocean Reef on the outbound. And and then they wound up, we're going to sit it out because they spend a lot of time fishing down well, there. They, they mm-hmm. knew it was coming. They knew it was coming. Yep. And they sat there and they fished on the right bottom with the right bait and they took advantage of their opportunities and kudos to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because... I, I so know their thought process on day one because I watched it go down mm-hmm. and I had I had worked through it myself several times and was in the vicinity to, to make that same move. But we were seeing numbers that, that told me not to do it. But I knew when I saw him go south at, at nine o'clock, I said, all right, I know what you're doing. I, I 
I understand it and it makes sense. It's a good decision. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's the right decision right now. And, and I don't know them well enough to know what they actually saw for numbers once they got there mm-hmm. on day one. Thank you. Thank you, Curly. But, but I know the thought process that they made. And clearly by the fact that they sprinted straight there on day two, they saw numbers that they didn't actually catch. They saw a hell yep. of a lot more they than saw one fish. fish on day one. But again, I've got I've got four guys that I talk to and have absolute faith in mm-hmm. honesty, no doubt about it. One of them sitting right next to me right now. And and those guys don't have to be one of them simply because I just don't know them that well. They're probably very honest and and I know them to be very good people. Mm-hmm. But so that didn't have any effect on my decision making on day two. And and three of the four guys that I do have absolute faith in mm-hmm. were within a mile and a half of me one way or the other on day two. In right. the morning. So, it's and hard. that's without any great length of discussion outside of a few minutes before lines in, we already knew on our own accord, this is where we think we need to start. And whatever things worked out the way they did. Mm-hmm. Well, but you guys, you guys had bites right away, right? Cut a couple yeah, real quick. Cut a couple real quick. But, but Louie was, was stomping me. Yeah. At that point. So yeah. He was doing something. Right. And he and I don't fish. Somebody thing. poked the bear. See, no, I don't fish the Louis, Louis, the Louis, when he's good, I'm not good. Louie Louis, Louis got it got it going, and then it seemed like at one point he got pulled offshore by one, and Seraphin slipped into that no, deck. Never no, got it. Fuck no, he said straight down on it. Well, he, he came up in there, and he started getting bit, and then you saw John make a move, then Seraphin made a move, and it was kind of like... I felt like we were out of it at that point. Like, we were getting left out somehow, I think. I, it was kind of like, like boxed we, out or no well left out we were they were up there pecking away at them and i'm like dude they're supposed That's to keep coming <laughs> keep them coming they're with the no no we were north we no were we were north we oh, were at the sure, okay. then yeah. and and then you got jason who couldn't buy a bite who's doing it right right in there and, and yeah and y'all were just north it's of tough. all that stuff getting bit up a little bit so mm-hmm. and the way the bait was moving the way and we missed one i missed one and again Lack of experience. Go ahead. What's up? No, no. I'll say, grab the short chair. Come sit at the table. Please do. Grab the short chair behind behind Nicole. Is it you talking about the clear chair, the shower chair? No, no, no. The white one. He's got the clear one. Oh, there it is. So, what, what was the story with the clear chair when you got it? If you ha- so the clear that was a chair, great the clear chair was a joke that I played on Paul Castronovo because he had put on on social media that his wife had knee surgery, so he thought he was doing a good gesture. And you say here. And he thought he was doing a good, good gesture by by um I keep putting a clear <laughs> the gross. Put on the by putting a clear the what? Yeah, put him on the corner there. All right, by putting a um. Hey, buddy. Oh, uh, Jimmy, you're gonna wreck the place. I'm I'm a That's mess. So red. You can't dude. bring me anywhere. So red. Blood <laughs> red. It's beautiful. What's your nose? You did a phenomenal I job. Got away. Yeah, I got scrubbed off a little bit. Yeah. It's just in time. That is you look, red. At the, look at Wendy's. That is. <laughs> Can you make me a double with cheese? <laughs> I'm gonna go walk over there after this. What the hell was I just saying? Oh God, I'm drunk. His wife had knee surgery, so he puts this clear chair in the shower as a gesture of, oh, I'm trying to be nice to her. And then for some reason, he posts it on social media, and he starts getting ripped. Like a right? fetish oh, thing? Yeah, like oh, is this a fetish thing or? Oh, you're an I old man, people. blah blah. How does that look from underneath when she's taking a shower? Like, oh, like, I yeah, can go there like, like, like that. that. Yeah, that's where Skip was going. So with anyway, looks like so a when he showed up for the podcast. Truck. Yeah, so when he showed up for the podcast, the following week we surprised him with that chair, 
And it's the exact same chair that he had <laughs> in the that? chair. The exact same chair. Guess who gave me the chair? Randy Strauss. No. Who? Rhett Clark. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Rhett Clark says, I got that chair. I'll bring it to you. I'm oh, like, you're kidding me. Oh, my so God. I'm afraid of what's studio. been in that right, chair. He gets in here and he spends like $500. One of these here. times, we need to get Rhett on here. Rhett, I yeah. asked him to come on the show. He's like, oh, you don't want me on there. I go, that's he exactly the why I want you on here. Yes. Him and Jim Steele are like dude, uh, neck and neck. It's that level of intelligence that I'll yeah. ever oh my God, dude. achieve. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. So, Alan. Yes, sir. Hi, buddy. How's it going? You're looking pretty shiny there. Oh, I, I feel shiny. Yeah? Yeah. So, how you feel? Did that burn when it was the happening? Bleach, the bleach burned. I was crying a little bit. Yeah, I, I noticed that off. you looked a little little painful there. Yeah, it was how a little How you feeling now? Are you good? I feel like a million You're bucks back in the Yeah, you look like a million bucks. It kind of looks like you put some red soul glow in that thing. You kind of... That's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> Like my cup. It looks good. Randy it looks really good. <laughs> Mr. Randy Watson. You did a phenomenal job. Amazing. Amazing. I just can't Sexy wait for my uh, my pops reaction on that one. The what happened? My pops reaction. Your you pops know? reaction. My dad's reaction. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh uh, yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. What's he gonna say? <laughs> Probably. See me walking down the street tonight with a backpack and a garbage bag? Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So what are they going to say at the fire station? Mm. That's that's not frowned upon at all. No. Is it a no. mullet? No. The pink yeah. mullet? No, I haven't I seen the you about it. It kind of matches the, the truck. The pink yeah, you know? <laughs> so, the pink right. mullet. Alan? Not yet. You're a sport, buddy. We thank you very much. Too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So wait a minute. Stop. That's All right, awesome. cool. It's great. I love it. It's fucking We're not hilarious. done. We're not Back done. Back to fishing. It's all <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to get yeah, this done. Yeah, keep... I've got to get it done, and I need to know. So when, I, when I'm running by you guys, and I make that one jump to the north, you're mm-hmm. on your third or fourth at that point? Fourth fish. How many sighted? Uh, six. Six sighted, four bites. And that one fish turned into a triple. Offshore, way off the fucking yeah, middle of nowhere. So that was another, yeah, 20 minutes. But we think those, yeah. that fish was with other fish. That fish was a flopper. Okay. And then ben set okay, up clearly. on that flopper. Yeah. Oh, clearly. And there was obviously, there was more fish. And that's there. what I want to know. What the hell happened to my floppers? It just denied me for the last four years, four we, years? We caught four. Dude, if four a flopper's fly, if, if yeah. I can see one, I guarantee you that's, we're mm-hmm. getting some points quick mm-hmm. and a bunch of them. We made one a living into a on that liquid boat on floppers. Flopper. I mean, We'd be we'd be running and flabber. It was flopper and it just turned into There's still dings in the top. One, of that two, three, top. and Oh yeah. But usually multiple fish though, right? There's always, a yeah, there's a salt spot fish. up on top of that T top somewhere from his hoof. <laughs> we saw a lot that this last weekend. We saw probably eight, ten floppers. I saw right. two mm-hmm. jumping into Louis spread mm-hmm. that had gotten by me on a uh, we had a bunch of two jumping into Louis spread south of me clearly going into his spread and I'm calling him on the phone. I want to listen while you're getting bit on these things. He didn't answer. Usually he answered. He'll answer when he's tight with a fish with me 99% of the time, mm-hmm. but I could hear him. He was a quarter mile. I could hear him yelling about him. I'm calling him anyway. Cause I could see him flopping into him quarter, half a mile South of me there. I saw those two you pull a chair out. And I saw to the North me, a couple fish jumping into other people's spread. Never had a flopper that Good. I could move on. We had one flop over a main line on one of the kite baits. Really? <laughs> Over. What the hell are you yeah, doing with this shit sagging that deep? That's I forgot what we were doing. We were moving. Oh, we were fighting a fish on the bow. Okay. And then okay. we're doing exactly. it. We were trying to keep base in the water, whatever. And we're did looking he, back, and we had one jump over the main line. And he goes, "That's your fish." And I was looking. And I was like, "That's not his fish." No. Nope. And Ben was watching the fish move, so we did a full circle on the fish and set up on. We caught it as we were fighting the one on the bow, but 
we were watching it and just over Folks the Folks that are listening, those kind of moves right there, you know, are makes a big difference. That's mm-hmm. it, it ain't easy. Those are the mm-hmm. kinds of moves if you're going to be successful competitively fishing. It ain't the one you're tight with all the time. It's being able to make moves on the fish one. that are also there, plus the one you're tight on. And that, mm-hmm. Whatever. I, I want to see more and better competition Same. because that'll back continue. At, back to drive off because we're going after mm-hmm. that one now. Yeah, yep. exactly. You have to. That, right we're good on that one. Let's and go get this one. We were well, they, down enough guys in the like standings. Alan are bringing up the rear here on that. <gasps> They're coming. That's yeah. the next generation right, right Jimmy's there. Kid yeah. Jimmy's mm-hmm. And that's the thing. My old man was is an extraordinary fisherman. The shit that I do, yeah, he regularly. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I try, he, but dude, they can hear us from over there through this thing. Yeah, too. but I just yeah. want to make sure that right. everyone hears you loud and clear. Art. The things that I do, and he regularly says, didn't even know it was possible. Never seen anything like it. And the stuff that they're going to be doing, and the things that his kid's going to be doing. Yep. James, James has never seen it any other way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, the, James, the yeah. innovations he's going to make, dude. The innovations we made. Going into this stuff, I saw, I did what I did as a kind of more commercial level, and and the old man and them were were extraordinary deadbait guys, and then got into live bait things, and I saw what some of the guys when I moved, especially when I moved to Pompano, and I saw some of the things they were doing. So, uh, they got good ideas. There's better ways to do it, and we brought those to it, and that's how we. The simple reality is, and it's so arrogant sounding, but the shit we did then, it ain't gonna happen again. Nobody's winning the way we won then again ever. Because you, you guys, what was that? Oh, four to like 10? Yeah. yeah stupid. And it's so you arrogant guys, sounding and it's well, disgusting. You, you guys revolutionized, revolutionized the way we meet fish now. Yep. Now, went, now everybody does it. There were mm-hmm. anchor guys. Yep. And listen, it, it, one guy to another guy, who's the better fisherman at, during that time? John Bassett or me? John Bassett's better. To this day, he's a better fisherman than I am. I mean, John Bassett. I mean, but he was a tournament guy back then. Yeah. And, and it wasn't long after they changed the they rules left. because they were too good. Yeah. And then and they ended up doing it like, again. He didn't for want us. to change. He didn't want to change. So he's yeah. like, yeah, screw it. I want to come back. Well, the live bait, the live chumming thing went away because of us. Too, back then, that right? way came away. That went away because yeah. of us. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but so whatever. So anyway, so the things we were doing, we I saw what John Bassett was doing with the anchor fishing. I saw what Casey Hunt was doing with the slow trolling thing. I saw what the the Maddox were doing and Jamie Bunn, dude. He's a tournament director. The fucking guy is amazing fisherman, makes amazing decisions, does technically everything right. The The game has passed him by because he hasn't been involved. He's been putting t- tournaments together that allowed us to do the things that we've all done. Yep. So for for him to be successful again, like he was back then, is it would be har- far harder. It than, would take him a season to catch back up. Or three. <laughs> No doubt. And then putting the crew together. Putting and there's the so crew many together is the hardest part. Yes. But those innovations we made are today being innovated upon again by guys like Carl Torrenson and Cappy Cheshire. And Cappy. and I'm still going to beat their asses, but they're doing things that I'm not doing. Squeegee's crew, the young, yeah. all these young guys. These young guys are, are, are absolutely revolutionizing what we revolutionized, years. right? Mm-hmm. But I think another thing, too, is... Tournament fishing is not a old man's game, especially the meat fish it's, stuff. It's not. You get you want to work and grind and do all this stuff, and it's like, oh, say, time it's, right, it, right. it's so much easier to put hundred baits on the boat and go sail fishing. I got. I got, listen. You know what I, mean? I have a point to make, an analytical, metaphorical thing to what you just said. Right? 
So Easter weekend, my brother was here. We were talking about music. All right. Now, you know, I always like to make these parallels, right? Of because, because it brings Which perspective. Makes you very interesting. It brings to perspective to the whole thing. We were talking about music, right? And a band like Pearl Jam, a band like Metallica, right? What makes them great? Okay. And, and what, what keeps them going, right? But you're never going to get a Metallica black album. Again. Again, from Metallica. No. You're never going to get Pearl Jam 10, Pearl Jam Versus. You're never going to get Alive, right? Because music's a young man's game. And you know who said that? Dr. Dre. Really? I watched this this um, documentary. It's the one where Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine kind of do this whole, I came from New York, I came from L.A. I was a young Jewish kid. I was a young black kid in L.A., right? And why did we end up? Making music together. Had to be the perfect storm. Right? Had to be the perfect storm. Okay? But they were young and they were hungry. This is why Dr. Dre doesn't cut albums anymore. This is why he just produces. Because he said, music is a young man's game. And I know that now. That's why I'm still successful. Because I'm doing it this way. Right? But if I know I need the talent to make it hot, I'm going to call him. Right? And this is part of the reason why I wanted him in the room today. And this brings the whole is, goddamn thing full circle today in here, tournament talk. Here's the difference, though, with the with the music thing and what we're doing. So, yes, the physical thing is harder. Doing 36, 48, 70 hours straight with an hour of sleep here and there, can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. But with the music thing, a pretty face will carry <laughs> you a long way. A talent and a pretty face. Our world, dude. You could be ugly as fuck. It don't matter. So, you want, so, you want, so to that point, do you want me to wrap up the comparison? Yes, but this ca- podcast is going for three hours. You know that. So let me finish it up. Go. All right. I, I'm basically going to round about your point. When you go see Pearl Jam in concert. When, That's different. That's the best <laughs> of the best. There you go. When you go see Pearl Jam in concert. When, when you go see Metallica in concert. Whatever. Today. The great band. Today. They're still great. They're going to play their new songs first. Yep. And you're going to like them because they're still going to be good. But they ain't. But they're going to play Alive last. Yep. Right? They're going to play Master of Puppets last. One. One last. One. Right? Which one was it uh, when they had, when they brought the symphonic orchestra in? Who, Metallica? Metallica brought the Dude, it's still I get chills listening to the. Dude, I shared I, I shared a thing last but night. Are you getting Are you guys getting the comparison? Oh, yeah. I understand. I'm I understand. I understand. Yeah, but I'm not done yet. You're trying to put me out of the game. Mm-hmm. My best years are ahead of me yet, <laughs> no, no, no. and I'm old. No, because here's my point. So, here my point. I have a point about this. I'm too. not bringing anything new to the You're game. You're still in concert though. Yeah, but I'm not right. going to do anything new. You're taking. You know how to finish the show. Yeah. All right. I got it. I got it. That's my point. You know how to finish the show. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I've had some ideas that I've tried to play into the game. And some of them work a little bit. Nothing has revolutionized the game like some of the things we did early on. So, yes, incremental, small. Your Pearl Jam 10, your Metallica Black, your one, your Master of Puppets, that's your experience. Yep. And we're we're tweaking them a little bit to make them sound a little bit better. But we're not making those giant leaps that we did. It's all about your catalog, brother. Yep. You think somebody will? It doesn't oh, go yeah. away. I think you guys will. I listen, know you will. Listen, okay. once you lay your There's, tracks down, they don't go away. I was away. you back in the day, dude. Yeah. We all were. There's no doubt. I remember 25 years. I was 25 years old like two days ago. <laughs> and the shit we were doing, it was back-brained this. Wait a minute. You guys do it that way? There's a better way. And it was so easy. It was simple. I haven't had a simple improvement on the things that we do 
in 15 years. It's all grinding to be. We can tweak what we're doing slightly. If I told you some of the stuff that we do on the charter boat, how he makes my life so difficult, and, and he's like, I know you hate this, but we're testing. It, we're testing, and it... God damn it. Yeah, and and rigs but and this and it's that. just... It, the knots, the knots are the knots. I, yeah, we, I, we've landed, I we've know run that. My, I mean, listen, I'll take the Pepsi challenge with our knots in terms of what we're doing. It, it, it technically in it, yeah, we're we're done. Some of the tweaking in terms of rigging of a bait and how it's going to present and how things are going to change. That's where you need to fish differently. Right, I'll be back. We yeah, we do stuff. You can't rest. Where like, all we right, we can, 12 today. We can afford we keep going. to we do this during our charters. Mm-hmm. And, and we're testing and we're testing. And I think there are times he, I, I know he know he's like, I can just, I can read it from looking at the back of his head that he's ready to choke me mm-hmm. from the <laughs> shit I have him doing down there right now. But these little things and if one or two of them get dialed in, to bring your hookup rate and your catch rate. I mean, you're talking small percentages. Or if it brings one extra bite. One yeah, extra one That's a yeah, huge thing. Exactly. Small percentages that it could be huge because what we started doing in the meat fish stuff, you know, meat fishing is a game of ounces. Mm-hmm. Sail fishing is it's a numbers game. game of numbers. It's a game of numbers, right? And yeah, there are those tournaments where people run away with it, mm-hmm. but more often than not with the level of competition that we're all fishing Especially against, it's a race. It is, it's a race. And when you're the first one to 10 and you know, whether you are there and you're just kind of holding your breath that do just let the day end because I've got the day and there's three boats with nine mm-hmm. right now. You know, who's going to catch a double or whatever, or where's our next bite? You know, we're always pushing for the next bite. It's interesting you know? how often you are in that position, though. So, well. Not many yeah. people are. You know, I'm not I'm not a guy who believes in luck. I believe in preparation. Preparation, preparation meets opportunity. Meets right? opportunity. And when that opportunity comes, you have to take advantage of your opportunity. Now, <laughs> if if it's the last fish... That is for all the marbles. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna raise my hand that I I want to crack at them every single time. That's how I, when I was on the I want to crack on I'm that. I'm like, please pile on my bait. Yes, please. I want to crack on them every time. And now, do I What's have that? the bites you created were the cool ones? The the I have the utmost confidence in all of our guys, but that's I want to crack at them. Get. Yeah, that's what a lot of people don't. I just like no, I, I, don't, I I don't have that right now. You know, I want to crack at them. Every time. I mean, if it fit, if it swims, I can catch it. It doesn't matter what it is. Give me a bait rod, a bluefin tuna. I'm pretty certain I'll catch it <laughs> or not. Well, but, yeah. You know you what I'm saying? That, that's, so, so, that's my mentality and going into it is I can do it. And if I'm, if I think about it any other way, I'm doing something wrong. So I'll break the, the sailfish game. I think it's a little different, like say the meat fish game. So you have a natural progression. So you got these kids, you're like, you'll have these kids, eight to 18 to 22, three young kids. They got a boat they can fish and they're going fishing, you know, they're having fun. 
they know how to do it, but they're they can get bites, but they're losing fish. They're not doing this. They're not keeping their fish correctly. It's it's a progression, right? Boom. And then you get to the next stage, like say 23 to 30. You kind of get over that hump where you can catch your fish, keep them correctly, but it's a money thing too. So so maybe these kids aren't all the way in. Maybe they're not across the board. So yeah, we finally hit, but we got third place, but we didn't get big fish because we weren't in Calcutta. And then you have this like from like 30 to say 40-ish, somewhere in there. That's when most tournament teams are that's when they're clicking. They're all in. They're killing it. They, they've they got the skills. They've got the, the means. They've got the boats. That's how you, that, that's when it starts clicking. But I think once you get past that 40-ish, mid-40s, especially in the meat fish stuff, it's just it's so much work, man. People kind of like, I've seen it too many times. Teams are like, they kill it, and they go, they're like, yeah, I've done it. I had enough, you know? And that, to me, that's how I see that's the progression me. of that. That's me so, because I had to make a choice. I had to make a decision choice. You, I'm a, you got, I, you I either need to stop thing, being right? dedicated or I need to start this business and I need to be dedicated to full 100% here. I understand that completely. That's a great analysis that you just say, laid out, by like, the way. Like you guys and uh, little Timmy and these guys, like they were fishing on the kid's cock and they were they were catching fish, but their fish are just destroyed looking when they get back to the dock and it's like they were losing by ounces and it's just little, little stuff, you know? So and this is one of those as an adult, do as I say, don't do as I do. Yes. Don't do what I did. But I took a second mortgage on my house in 2004 and was fully financing everything back then myself. And everything came out of that second mortgage to pay for everything. Fuel, entries, everything. God bless your wife. Everything. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. In, Without a doubt. Well, I didn't tell her. I don't. You know, we're that way. She's got her account. She does what she does. Okay. As long as the mortgage is paid, we're, we're good, good, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> no. And and so whatever. Don't do what I did, but that's what I did. And and the mortgage was paid for most of the year through tournament winnings. The, oh fuck! But it, it just happened. <laughs> I'm sending a picture to Lisa. Right. Art likes dropping f bombs on the show. Yeah. I, I it's drop fine. them because I'm a. It's fine. It's my fine. mom hates I me. Mess with you. Yeah, I mess <laughs> Such with a you. sweet lady. And her parents do watch the shows, so maybe they do, maybe they don't. They I do. Don't know. My mom does. My mom but does. for me, that, that's how I see the natural. Like that's kind of the I progression of at least the meat fish tournament. The sailfish stuff is a totally different animal. There's that's so a much money involved. Dance, back yeah. then, yeah, back then I yes. didn't have the balls to, and then we're talking. To I do didn't it. have the balls to. We had free entries from. Mercury, Mercury and then, CB yep. back then, depending on the event. Lauderdale Bill Fish was always Mercury mm-hmm. and in the Miami events, the challenge or the, the sailfish kickoff in the government's cup was CB. Cup I have to say something real quick before I forget, because I will yep. forget if I don't say it right yep. now. Shout out to Ariel and Toppy. They had a great tournament. They did. Yes. Oh, very good. They did. Great. So they did. They caught a white one too. They caught a white yeah. marlin as yeah. well. Yeah. Day one. I, I just want so to uh, throw that out. So yeah, they caught yeah. a white. So did uh uh I think uh Priceless caught one too. Really? Yeah. I think, I think, I don't know. I could be wrong. I really might be wrong on that one, but I might not. So anyway, who cares? Continue about the financing. Yeah. So the and I couldn't do it there. So we actually won sailfish tournaments and and dailies and stuff where we didn't get paid off. I'd I'd pay for some of the daily stuff back then. That's hard. And it was eating me alive that fuck. I'm leaving this stuff on the table and, but I wasn't confident enough then to take that risk. Now to meet fish tournaments, I didn't care what it was. I turned down. I ran the Rockstar boat in 2000, 
six, I ran the Rockstar boat in the, uh, there was, there was three spring tournaments down there started Bob Lewis tournament. And then there was a something else. And then the Miami billfish tournament. And then key West, it was early, early. It may have been like the second year that that key West tournament. The Tim won it the first thing? year. Yeah. The world championship, world, world sailfish championship. So I turned down an opportunity to run that, that Rockstar boat down there to go fish the CV owners tournament because I knew that was a, like a 10 or so thousand dollar potential pay to get started into a meat fish season that I knew I was going to be digging into that, that second mortgage. So I told the rockstar guys, no, I can't do it. I know I'm going to get paid in this meat fish tournament when they ended up going down there and winning the damn thing. And it was a hell of a bigger payday, but we wanted to see the owners. Yeah. We went a lot more than that. There's several hundred, four or 500 down there. Really? Yeah. The so, world's paid out a lot. A lot. When yeah. it was, when it was going on. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it, it was stupid expensive. It was a yeah. get on board. We're going offshore. They hand you a bag of cash. Yeah, exactly. It was a hell of a thing. They didn't. But they didn't. We, we it was no 1099. Really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. We did really, really well in that. That's it why was, the uh, tournament's not, not around anymore. It wasn't anymore. Bob Lewis who was that. Well, <laughs> the, direct, the director didn't help. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a shame that stuff went away. But whatever. So that was the confidence level in my guys in the meat fishing and stuff. 2000. No, it had to be seven. It was our first year in the sea. Okay, 2007. As I get older, that so dates typically for me are a photographic memory deal. I know day exactly with time, tide, everything. And that's part of our success and part of the math thing. And as I get older, someone I'm having to start writing stuff down because it's it's starting to crack. Because it's, it's a young man's game. Mm-hmm. Skip's hacking your We're phone. Trying. So in the notes and let me bring this thing full it circle. Goes, it all goes in notes for me. I'm going to bring this thing full circle, Huck. Right? We're not saying we're not circle backing. We're not circling back anymore. Right? That's <laughs> been established. Jin, That's been established today, <laughs> yeah, right? Listen, was it Pisaki? Right. None of us are Pisaki. on her cool page. Name. On whose page? Just oh, Pisaki. Yeah, yeah, that was circle back. Lady, <laughs> yeah. just crazy lady. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, she's got a brutal job. Brutal. Yeah, so did all the other ones that got no ripped doubt. too. Okay. You know, so whatever. So I'm, I'm yeah, gonna, she's I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring to this thing's full, full circle hook mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Notable 2020-21 tournament results: first place Hopetown tournament, first place Cove tournament, first place Sailfish Challenge, second place Jimmy Johnson Billfish, second place Quest for the Crest Series 2021, third place Quest for the Crest Series 2020, COVID carryover, and a release roundup Quest for the Crest. Bam. There was a pretty awesome. impressive cobia caught there on Saturday oh, as well. Oh, that some bitch, huh? <laughs> Did you catch that? Almost five grand. Oh yeah. So, and I've never seen this before. Typically, <laughs> you catch cobias off of leatherbacks if they're going to be a turtle. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's all sharks. They're on sharks. It's like all sharks. Yeah. All sharks. What, what's going on with that turtle out there? What's he doing? So I'm, I'm sitting turtle. here staring at this thing for a good while, and there's this log laying behind it, nipping at its tail. And I had seen a dozen of these small sandbars, darker than usual, but they were definitely sandbars swimming around all over the place, like 30 pounders, 30 to 50 pound sandbars. And I keep thinking, oh, this sandbar is trying to eat the tail off this turtle for 10 minutes. And Jimmy's, and I've looked away from it several times. The turtle's swimming in circles, circles, circles. Jimmy says, what's going on with this turtle? I says, there's this, and I, I took my 77th look at the fucking thing. It's a cobia biting the turtle on the tail. And I knew I saw something yep. that was uh, like, I saw something dark behind it. But when you're on deck Can't and, quite and you're see. looking out at how no. far away, what is that? Ball point 50 yards. S- yeah. 50, 60 yards. Like I know there's a turtle there, but what the hell is going on behind it? There's something that I keep seeing in a wave behind it. And the turtle loops back. He's swimming in circles, getting and, um, his tail bit. It's a right. so, like, so 
That was a good fish, too. He yeah. says, Arcos, Arcos, there's a nice Kobe over there. And he starts powering over. And as we're moving towards it, it comes off the turtle and starts coming towards us. So I that fi- turtle was so happy with us. I, fi- I fire at him. And as he's swimming, my, my, bait, goes, my bait goes by yeah. him. So I start retrieving it right in front of him. And I stop. And he, he just shops me and goes right by. Like, what the fuck? Wind it down. I lay another cast out. Like two feet from its head and it just it was like a Jack Cravel. It came, no, no, I got a better one. The Travallis you see eating birds. Where, where You've seen it, that on TV. It, it, it came halfway like out of the water. Boom. Boom. And I go, yeah. <laughs> feed him for a second. And he starts burning off some line. I'm yes, like, for sure. Like, Thank you. He's like, dude, is that thing as good as I thought it was? I'm like, bro, he's pulling. It's a heavy fish. Like, I yeah. didn't get a good look at him and then I'm clueless in the tower. Everything looks tiny. Everything's tiny. When, when it, I told you, when I ran the uh, the cheeseburger boat, we caught first place Wahoo in uh, Key West. Key West. It was like 44 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it, like 20 pounds? Or like, no, it's like 40 plus. I'm like, but really? A, a Kobe no, is always like this deceiving. Big, you know? <laughs> the Kobe's, they got this big head on them. And then as it goes back, they get it. their tails and stuff is where they lose it. So you look at this fish and you see this big head and you think everyone on the boat, dude, that's 35, 40 pound fish. So as we're getting ready to weigh it, everyone's spitting out numbers. I'm like, I think it's 34. And I, I was on 30 from the second. I was on the low end of the spectrum. And some of the other Everybody guys is big on Kobe. Is. Always. You know, so it, it, went, it went from 34 to like 37 and mm-hmm. stuff and went and weighed it. And it was 30.9, 31, 30.9, 31. You know, I'm telling. You know what it was? I'm telling Ronnie. If, if I rub Kobe, on it, will I get Kobe bigger? Are all shoulders, no ass. That's yep. why. Forty five hundred dollars is what it was. Yep. Forty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Second place, second place, big fish. That and first place, and Kobe, first place, Kobe, uh, Kobe, all kinds nice. of different shit. But either way, I'll take it. Hell yeah! Oh, yeah. And you know what it is too? Jackets, let's win some money. Yeah, it is. which is another thing. The whole thing goes down, and we know lines out comes, and we'd had some really good activity, but we know all right. Jackets, we're second place again for the third time. Second place for the Jackets. And and Is Mike that says. Third time? Third I, know, time. I was there. For, I was first for, one. First. Yep. First one. And Utopia took us for, beat us for the second one. On Key West. Yes. Yep. And then this one for the third one. So we know we didn't win the Jackets. And Mike says, hey, which there's some, whatever, people are feeling down a bit. But, but I wasn't oddly. The previous two, you I was upset, and I wasn't. I, wasn't. I was wondering about this all weekend, to be honest with you. I'm too old for that shit, dude. I know how this world works, and I know what I do. And I was wondering about no, that all weekend. Not at all. I really I, at was. no point was I upset. I was upset with some of my decisions through the course and some of the way things worked out, but I was not upset with the outcome because it was. we ended up where we should have ended up. I say everything good. went down. I say good. Yep. But so we're steaming back, and, I, and Mike comes up and says, dude, why don't we just – we're right off front of our inlet. We're going to burn a thousand dollars of fuel, and it, it's his money. So, and I, I let him know. Look, we're going to get that back plus. Don't worry about that part. You know, with the second place Calcutta, we got. We have to turn these cards in. He said, but more than to me in my head, more than anything, it's the right thing to do to be there. And and then I you, get a you text. You can't turn tail and put your. No, you can't. No, nope. you got nope. to hold your head high. It's been a phenomenal year. Respect the event. Respect mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. Respect the people involved. And respect Showtime for having killed it. Thousand killed percent. It. So we were talking about this earlier yeah. this season. Yep. Tested so, bringing Nikki into the show. Yep. We, and we need to. We still we need should. to. So I want to say that one. I love, dude. He's a good dude. Great dude. Great phenomenal guy. Dude. So we get to the steeple. 
And I get a text says, I need Mike Gullah for polygraph. <laughs> and I said, look, I know we won whatever second place for the for the series Calcutta is, mm-hmm. but that equates all those other polygraphs we took, and it's only a few Before. fish. So that surprised me. I said, what the hell are you polygraphing me for? At this point, we have no clue whatsoever that we're even in the, the Calcutta, the release, release roundup. No clue. No clue whatsoever. And it says... And undisclosed, the for an undisclosed amount of money. Yeah. And I said, what the fuck are you, what are you talking about? It's Shannon Bunn, Jamie's wife, mm-hmm. who I'm texting with here. And she just writes 107. So I said, what are we, $107? What do we win? 107. <laughs> and Chris, our second mate, and one of the guys that is mm-hmm. going and, to be. And the cover? He's actually ear to ear with me a lot of the time and, and mm-hmm. listening to the thought process. And every now and then the other guys, well, who are you talking I'm running. I'm not talking to you people, but he's hearing it right here in the thought process. So he's going to be really good. Anyway, he says, dude, the release roundup was $107,000. I heard her talking about it the morning on day two, but I paid no attention. I could care less. That's not what we're here for. We're here to win a tournament, right? So he says, it's a release roundup. Oh, shit. I'm looking. I type in the, now we really got to get back to government cut. We only got an hour and a half. And again, we're a 24-knot boat right now. And, and I type I it in, the and the first thing that comes up is 531. we got to be there at 530. And and you don't push saw, those motors uh, on harder the, than on they're the, willing. On the shark text that we're on? Yeah. I saw you. Yeah, you saw me text motoring through this I shit. I heard you but, on the radio. Yeah. I don't know who you were yelling at, but you were saying you were going to wake somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah coming in. Yeah, we yeah. Were, we they were, were putting the flags up at the end. Mm-hmm. How close were you? Three minutes. Wow. Yeah. So and but I but so it first at five thirty one we made it in three yeah. minutes on the water. He he it, well we made it with three minutes to spare. That's he what had I mean. Told, yeah. He had he had said when <laughs> when I was I mean. up on that's the bridge. That's what I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. He goes, yeah. I I did the math, and we've got a few minutes to spare. He's like, I did the math on the way up. Again, everything's numbers in this know, world. He's like, I've I've done the math. We got a few minutes to spare. So Mike says. Well, we were making almost 28, 29 knots in Arco's. 27 knots. Or 27, whatever. And, yeah. and Art says, we were riding current. So, and down sea. Yeah, and mm-hmm. down sea. So he, when he said that he did the math, now I've ridden on a bunch of tournaments, and I can honestly say that there's been a lot of times where we've had within four or five minutes, minutes spare. where we've made that turn coming in where we had to be. Yep. And he says, we're going to be there. Now, if Skip was running the boat, we probably would have been late. <laughs> <laughs> but these two have I, a great relationship. I just, I, I see mean, that. it's, it's one of those things that honestly, at that point, he says, we're going to be on time. We're going to be on time. But I'll tell you this. I'm confident in my numbers, but then when I typed it into that Garmin, you get which so is... so goddamn nervous, dude. I'm a Raymarine guy, a thousand percent. I type it into that Garmin, and its computer is slower than my Raymarine. It says 531. I'm doing the math. The numbers, the miles, the speed. No. 531 is wrong. So you beat you beat the... Hey, well, Jimmy, when you get back, we'll wrap it up. We No. I, it starts recomputing... So in one instance, my dumb brain is actually five twenty-seven. My dumb brain is faster than than that Garmin was, and quite literally, I knew I had three minutes to spare when I poured the coals to it. And you got in three minutes exactly on the nose. And and as I'm running along, the the clock starts ticking down. Yep, on that Garmin ticking down, and it's recalculating and recalculating. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I was, I was highly concerned, oh, yeah. highly concerned, especially once I learned that it was going to be one hundred thirty thousand yeah, dollars on the line. Yeah, I was going to say once you saw the once you saw that number. Yeah, the other numbers really needed to make sense for you. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And here's the thing: there's there's so much more to talk about about the day's events, and and I want to talk to some of the other boats that were seeing their day's events to to be able to win that jacket next year. Cause you with, could do, we could do three or four of these in a row. So, so, so yeah, what back, I want to, what mm-hmm. I want to do is this, right? So we're going to do a follow-up to this. Okay. And I would like to do, because we got a new way to split this off and we're going to even try to maybe enhance that if we can another way somehow. So they wouldn't to get more mics up. So, so, so really, and we ended up sending one up. So John's going to work on, on splitting this up. Right. I'd like to get a panel. Right and, and do kind of kind of like you call it round table around round a fire yeah around a fire and then get a panel together of guys that you handpick. Nice Louis. We're gonna bring him in. I think we should definitely pretty, bring John Louis. I think we should boy. definitely bring bring Nick Carullo in the room. You know, I'd like to have, right. actually have in there is Ray, uh, Randy. Yeah, yeah. Or or Doug. Randy or, or Doug. Randy Sarks and Doug Hoven. Yeah, that'd be great. No, no, that's Doug. The what? Randy from Miss Annie. Okay, I got. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. There's um, a bunch of them. Ben, Jason. So you, all right. So you guys That'd be fun. put that put that, that to your head. Utopia. Put that to your head. Yeah. We'll talk to John about how many actually mics we can actually get up and and do that. Dude. Maybe there's a way we can bring all the other right, mics. So, in. so I set up um, the office for the guy that I'm working for. Mm-hmm. One of the guys I'm working for. This it's a microphone that goes in the middle of the table for all the Zoom calls. Yeah, and he catches right. everything. All right. All right, so 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 we'll there's see. No what we do. There's no headsets, there's no internet. I really right think there. that we can break some ground here, doing that. I really do believe that. There is that you do realize there's a drawback. So you start. I did started doing seminars because the sponsors want you to, and I'm no longer beholden to sponsors. They get what they get with me, and fuck the rest of it. I'm not doing seminars for them anymore. But I do a <laughs> seminar at X Fishing Club. They beat me at the next fucking tournament. Right. All right. We'll talk, about another seminar. we'll talk about it offline and how to structure it. But, right? there, but there's but so much benefit to this, too, though. There is so much benefit. We can probably sell tickets to it here in the store. Right? I you 1,000% could. Right. So yep. we're going to do that. Out. And we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. All right. We'll figure that out. All right. So listen, we're going to wrap this up. This Why? Has been, because it's, you know, people don't want to listen this long. They, they really do. don't. They don't. Ask Joe Rogan. I would. I guarantee you, there are people right now that are dying. Right, There's, he's got shit to take say. It to, take it to the next level, then. Art. Go ahead. So keep going. We so. get to we get to Hillsborough Inlet, or we get to the steeple, and it becomes very, very clear, very, very quickly that our two long baits, goggle eyes, are getting untouched, and shit's passing them by to eat scale baits, mm-hmm. popping on scale baits, and they have to get by our long baits to get to the scale baits, and they're not even showing up on them until they get to them. So that means that they're not in the least bit interested in them. So if you're not being super aware aware of what's going on, you're failing. And 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 if the guy standing in a tower or wherever isn't telling everybody, hey, these are the things that have to happen for us to be successful. And if you're not listening, which happened to us, that probably cost us a jacket. Uh, the fish that come off come off. That happens. Weird shit happens. It happens. But when a mistake is made that a goggle eye goes out when a herring should have been there and a fish shows up blacked out, ready to feed and says, whoa, literally inches from the bait says, whoa. I don't want that dirty leather back. That's what all my buddies 
have been caught on before I got here, before I was able to get there and bring what I would bring to the table and turns around and blacktop goes away. And I make my rejumps that would typically get me that bite. And it was so turned off by that mistake that we made that I don't get that second opportunity. You're talking about learned behavior. Yeah, yes. And, 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 and the fish hadn't been hooked that day. He was, he was way too clean, way too energetic, but he had certainly seen something that turned him off of goggles. That's all those guys are fishing up there. And that's why we bring what we bring. Don't bite those herrings. They're sharp. No, don't bite those goggles. They're sharp. And they had been previous yes. to that. And, and it's so aggravated by the fact that I said, this is what we're fishing. And, and it went wrong. And here's the thing. You get your first bite and he stays on there and he starts jumping around. That's when the second and third and fourth and God knows you flood the whole spread down comes. But if you miss the first one or if you get denied on the first then one, you're fucked. it's That's over. Right. That encounter. They go away. We all they get go. X bites. Yep. We all Sorry. get X bites. Now, X bites is the first bite. X encounters, I guess you should say, is, is what we're basically going to get by being in the right place. Now, you might not put yourself in the right place and you're not going to get that X. But everybody that's doing it right and putting them in the right spots gets X. The winners turn X into two, three, four, five, six bites. Yep. Kind of like how I threatened you to end the podcast and you just weren't having it. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm still not over it yet, and I need to work through it more. And you, like you said, you're my psychiatrist here. You're my couch guy. So <laughs> he talked about for the year, I was literally neck for every tournament we fixed this year, except for one day. I was next to the daily winner mm-hmm. for each tournament. That's we, we just thought. did not get the bites, except for the Jimmy Johnson. Right. Sorry. And then at the end, no, actually, <laughs> in the Jimmy Johnson, no. In the Jimmy Johnson, my plan for the day was to fish Boyne to where I was and then go to Jupiter in the afternoon. And That's I was, where we were. I was literally getting ready to make my move to to Jupiter and we hooked a fish, and we, fight, we got all tail wrapped. It's like in 40 minutes to catch it. Mm. And that's when you guys ran down, started getting bit up. I'm like, well, they're getting bites. We should stay. And then they started biting in Jupiter. Well, the that's morning right. on day the two, morning. the morning was, was where good. it was at in Jupiter. It just got too crowded. That was oh, but it, but it got good. about the JJ? But it got yeah. good in the afternoon up so, there. So we, yeah, we were close fish. to Jupiter in the morning on day two for that, and it was definitely packed. Yeah. And it was on. Yeah, it was, it was on, but it was and packed. That, Dude running the the dude thought he was gonna win the tournament by beating me. Were you on that boat? That was me. You were on that boat. You weren't running the boat. He running. thought he was going to win the tournament by beating me specifically and blocking. I'd start okay. What was that? Fine. Social you, distancing. He's yeah. all right, fine. They you got the point. Social distancing. You're he's, on, he's like, Do you know this guy? I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about. Then dude. I was talking to Bernard and I'm like, Bernard, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. So he's on he's got the point. He's got the northern edge. Fine. Let me, I'm gonna work offshore of you. Now, there's some specific bottom. Literally, I'd start working offshore. He, poof, and they're fighting a fucking fish that's gone beyond the boundary. Of my fish. It doesn't fish. matter. Mm-hmm. He's literally, he's blocking on me the whole time. And we get a, our few bites. We get we end up getting six bites there, but being blocked. So that's not right. That's not the right way to do it. You're not going to win a tournament beating me alone. There's In that tournament, there's 99 other yeah. fucking boats you got to beat. Right. So... Again, a kid and, and, a, and a, an accomplished kid, but he's got so much to learn. You're not, and again, he's not fishing against you me. Just have to You're fish not fishing fish. against Skip. Fish. You're not fishing against any of us. You're fishing against the ocean. Figure out the ocean. Figure out how to get bit 
and you'll win. If you think that you're going to figure out how to beat me and win, you're wrong. If you think you're going to figure out how to beat Louie, fuck you. You lost already. Yes. You can't beat Louie. Don't poke the bear. Ball, Can straight you mark up. that timestamp, John? Because I think that's the most significant head head. comment of the entire no. freaking podcast. You, right head head. To beat you the are not fishing the against a field. You are fishing no. against the ocean. Yeah, head to head, that you're never going to beat me. Because that is the truth that there John ever Louis, was the truth. Head to head is never going to beat me. Me fishing against John Louie head to head, I'm never going to beat him. Try to make sense out of that. You won't. Me fishing against Pretty Nicky. Head to head. I'm never going to beat him. He's never going to beat me. Me fishing against that ocean, and it's not against, it's with. I should I say that wrong? It's a fishing riddle. with the ocean. You know, it depends on your perspective, right? It's Marry totally that ocean. depends on your perspective. Well, Marry that ocean. Get, get, fall in love with it. I, I, I did it two years old. Fall in love with it. Bury yourself in it. Become, f- figure out that rhythm. And it, it's a rhythm better than Metallica could ever play. I fall in love with that movement. The roughest ocean, the calmest ocean, that rhythm is so fucking beautiful. It's the most curvaceous, beautiful woman you ever saw. That's what's out there. And as you mature and... I paint it for a living. You do. It's it, Of course. I mean, look at it. This That is true beauty to me anymore. It's, it's amazing. Second only to my family. And if you can figure out how to compete with and, and, and win in that, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. I don't get it. Like we said earlier, I don't care what they're catching while I'm running. It's got nothing to do with it. I'm going to get in that that rhythm. I'm going to get where you feel comfortable, where you don't yep. you no longer feel that that angst, and that's when the bites start coming. I thought about yoga and and what's that other it's, thing it's people when do? Everything kind Pilates. of just, no you, fuck that. It's 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 a mind thing. Like, um, that shit. Meditation. There you go. That's the one. But you, but you get you feel it. You kind of like everything kind of comes at ease. Stress goes away. In the it's like it's like in the big spectrum of a tournament. Explain. Okay. You can't control Mm-mm. near all of it. You control this real small portion. You and that's you. what you that's are it. doing. You control the baits that you're putting out. You control the way that you're presenting those baits. You can control the way that you're rigging your rods. And you do all of that right. Just throw that anywhere. And take advantage of your opportunities. <laughs> because when you're getting out of the game thinking about, why they're getting bit right now or, or all these other, and trying to do what Art was saying, fishing against one person, you're, you're kind of beating yourself. You gotta, you gotta just control what you can control. And it's a small fraction of what's going on in the whole tournament. And the wisdom to know the difference. Um, sure. Grasshopper. In the, in the comfort to, to accept again, like they say, mother nature, mother ocean. She mm-hmm. wins. You she gotta, wins. But let you me become to, a part of you. You have to accept. You, you, sometimes you can't change you can stuff. Control. I, yeah. Like I, I. When we're fishing on with, with our with our our boat, right? I'm pouring rum down my Art shirt. Art will Art will Art will tell the guys Ooh, in the kites. Nice listen, there's. He'll he'll tell them what he wants going out where right. I have a little bit of freedom of dealer's choice. Whatever total, I what I whatever I feel like I'm going to get bid on, but I quite literally. But it's a field thing. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I in it's it sounds a little the crazy. A different story. But I 100 percent believe that every bait I put in the water is going to get eaten by a sailfish. That's how you got to feel. You know. You want to know something? I, I one an education I took fishing with Mario Fortier. <laughs> 
early oh guy in the game and an extraordinary fisherman. A mouth to mouth? A mouth to mouth. <laughs> Mario says, dude, when I look in a bait well, I see the bait that is ready. The, the one that is going to get bit. There's you no want to go fishing? Pick me, pick me, pick me. Pretty much, he says. <laughs> and at that point, I, I, that changed the way I did some things at that point. And, I, and at that point, I was still on the deck and, you know, running the boat, but on the deck and doing the way the small boat thing did back then. And I started paying a little more attention to that. And and it's true. If you're not taking it that to that level, before you put the net in the water, uh, yep, that's him. That's the that one. one. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Can I get you a drink? You should, for sure. I actually want to ask this question. I do need to wrap this up, though. I want to ask this. Go on and get this question in here. We did have a question that wanted to come in uh, but was not able to come in technologically speaking. So that is coming in from Mike Souther. I love it. And it says he looks just like the fucking Wendy's girl. It's amazing. What's the best moral booster when the fishing Wendy's. is slow? It's a two-part question. I got one that these guys were all there for. BRI. That that's a good BRI. one. But I don't know if y'all remember early on in the liquid days, we had a really hard day. First tournament we fished all of us together down there at the sailfish kickoff in Miami. But then and, we won. Well, the morning of day two. We caught two day one. Yep. We oh, day two. Speech. The speech. Well, no. Yes. First, the speech comes out. They play that any given Sunday speech. The Pacino thing. The Pacino thing. They play that one. And and we come back and we win. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. These guys can <laughs> get amped Virga. to something. These guys can get amped to something. So then I go into, and I put some effort into it. Generally, moment of, but... You know, the whatever the mind's doing what it's doing, and I threw some speeches in here and there, and then they would do the 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 Pacino thing. And dude, the the energy that was created by all that shit, and I came with some pretty good shit here and there for yeah. a dumb guy, right? So <laughs> yeah, that the speeches thing, the speeches thing, the the energy it can be music for for Victor Jensen again. I'll bring him up because I think about him often. It was music. You just had to get some good music in his head, mm-hmm. and he brought it. And then the BL rally with Keith McDonald. Listen, I, I typically don't drink when we fish. On day two in the Jimmy Johnson, it was about two o'clock. In the liquid win? No, no, no. Uh, this year. This year, okay. Was it one thirty, two o'clock? Mm. I looked at Jay Jones, right? I go, we need to go BL rally. And Jay is normally one of the guys who's having some beers on the boat and stuff and he goes, Fonzie, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Right? I'm still so, working on one of four or five. I quite literally, I open one. I get halfway done with it. And Art's thinking, dude, I got to make a move. Or I don't know what he's thinking. But Was that when he came to? No. I was fixing to come to you and Boynton because you had current and I didn't. And I wind up getting a bite. And we proceed to go beer for beer with fish. No, that was that was after we made the move. No, no, we made no. the move down to, to yes, we, when to we flat tops. We yeah, flat flat top. I yeah. came to him, but he went to Boynton and yes. he calls me. He says, "I got current down here." Yes. Now we caught the one. I was running That's along right. and I saw That's the right. fish. Yes, I'm running along. I saw the fish. We cast on that. We catch it. But we and go we go beer for beer with bites for the rest of the day. Really? Yeah. So we're Blood at five at that point. Light. That sounds like a pretty good morale. Five, booster. and then so seven more, and 
in the last three hours of the tournament. Yeah. And by the way, don't let Melissa go buy there the beers because she bought the sixteen-ounce Shout out! Shout out to though to Melissa DeMarco for making the ceviche before the. No, that was Jimmy D. Melissa was involved. Melissa was involved. Was involved with whatever. So all right. So what's she saying? Mix it this way. I want to say something. No. Is it, it, it's Salar Salar. Salar, Salar. So Mike Salar with the uh, fantastic question. Part one of part two. Give us two. Right? So I, I'm actually going to say that he wins the uh, question. That, that got Sorry, you guys Mike, going. You because <laughs> part two brings it home. And how did you find such a hot guest bartender? Thank you very much for coming in tonight. Did it for right? <laughs> Thank you, Carlene. Right? Did a wonderful job. Great service Thank to us you. today. Right? Thank you. Thank you for providing the comic relief that we much, very so much good. needed. <laughs> and I think you look fantastic, by the way. I hope so. Right? I, I <laughs> want it's to, amazing. Uh, amazing. I want to see the progression of how things go. Yeah, and, I'm going to walk the Wendy's. Right? All right? So, yeah, exactly. I want to see you wearing like a red and yellow striped shirt tomorrow. Right? No shame in the game. Guys, clearly, this is the greatest episode that we do. This that we get so in depth about our topics and and, and the knowledge that you guys present, it, it, it's it's priceless. Um, no, wow. You know, there's no other way to the other way to say it. So I am honored to have the bloodstained, um, signed art sap D Friel good luck cap. I wasn't going to put my name on it. I thought the I want no. I wanted this is going to become a staple. Uh, we can now put not only studio gallery, we're put end museum beneath the, uh, the title of the place, right? You charge because five bucks to come in now. Absolutely. Every time you walk through the front door, we're gonna, you're going to need to give me $5. Um, you're going to so, need one of Skip's wife beaters for the Fonz <laughs> Noon section. <laughs> um, John, thank you very much for, for you, being patient and vigilant as thank always. You. Um, thank you. And um, I want to say... Um, if you're in the market for a new truck, please do. Please do stop by the Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. I just got a new one. Dealership. You just got a new one. It's right out there. Right out. Yeah. You it's can't beautiful. see it on the camera, but I can see Mine's it right there. there. There's four of them. Mine's out there. Mine's out there. We all got Ram trucks here, and it's a it's Ram family. Right? What? I'm the odd guy out. You're the <laughs> odd guy out. Sorry. We can fix that. So you're mm -hmm. still young. There's time. Right. Um, so yeah. So they got great deals going on right now. They always do. Um, and uh, if you call Dean, Dean over there, right, and you mention that, listen, these guys from the Connected by Water show told me to come there. I'm gonna buy a new truck. You say Skip. You could say or You could say Dennis. Doesn't really matter. You talk to Dean and you kind of tell him where you heard about it. You're probably gonna get a better deal than most people will. So I'm, I'm just giving you that little tip. Dean was right? my guy. Dean's your guy. Dean, Dean's, Dean's, right. guy. Dean's the Dean, guy. Dean's Dean the guy. was the guy. Joey's like, look, just come in, see Dean, and yep. it was, it was easy. Easy. Just easy. easy. I, I, they, it, it was, it was no bullshit like other experiences. It was right. easy. It was good, and I'm extremely pleased that they I went to that the route. taste. They know what you want. They know yep. what you need. They don't even BS around. They, they, nope. There's no other way to put it. Best dealership on the planet, right? Um. Papa's below, baby. Got me here. Plenty, plenty of reasons to celebrate this year. And you want, you want to, you want to, you know, you're thirsty and you want to have a good time and, and, and you just want to pop, hey, pop a what couple. What was the number you guys won this year? Six, seven hundred? On the high end of that. Yeah. yeah. Seven hundred and a little change. All right. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know to the dollar, but. I do. 
I think it was just north of seven. Seven hundred. Yeah, it was just over phenomenal. 700. So the best way to My celebrate. Buddy. I'm talking for the I'm for the Best way to celebrate is with a brand new bottle of Papa's Pilar rum. Right? And how about so a little dinner over it? Well, hold on, hold on. The Papa's Pilar family <laughs> reminds you to never be a spectator, and Please. certainly if you're. Producing numbers like this, you know, you're definitely not a spectator. So, and it's gonna get you hungry mm-hmm. if you put in all that energy, oh. right? So, when you are hungry, <laughs> I want you to visit our friends at Papa's Raw Bar, right? They got the Great spread. Um, and um, if you like sushi, right, yeah. you can order something off the official Connected by Water sushi menu at mm-hmm. Papa's Raw Bar. Uh, we're quite proud of that, um, just because you know everything on there is just top notch, phenomenal. Um, and um, also Papa Migos has got the operation dialed in down there at the Bailey Arts District. And uh, we may or may not be doing some huge murals in that location fairly soon. So cool. uh, we're pretty excited about that project coming up. Right. Um, cool. Also, if you find yourself in the middle of the ocean and your boat is sinking and you don't have any perb, that is completely your own goddamn fault because ACR does exist. Right. And they want yes, to be there for you. So um, get yourself an e-perb. Call ACR, get that over with, get that done, and uh, make sure that that is not a problem for you in the future. There are plenty of people on this planet that have benefited from such a device, and there are also plenty of people that are no longer on this planet that could have. Oh, um, and yeah. that is this is the sad truth. We ran a couple, right? We ran across a couple of them. Yeah, they got their story. Two months ago. Yeah, 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 we, we, mm-hmm. talk, we talked about that. Those people that are no longer on this planet are doing their job, too, fertilizing the worms and the grass. So right. okay. thank you for that. Thank you very much, Art. Hey, <laughs> there's a positive insight. spin on it. Right. Right. you got to feed the crabs. Right. So, hey. but, I'll be there but one not, day. Though, because they're on the ocean. Well, they're feeding the crabs. Tasty tomatoes. They're feeding so, the crabs. All right, I'll be so, there one day. Harleen, thank you so much. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Wonderful. All right. This is a fun one. Your idea. Fun one, for sure. I want to shave it off. Yeah. <laughs> your ego this is, way better. is not your amigo. <laughs> not your amigo. Right? Always do your best and just like God do the rest. And don't ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're always connected, connected by, by water. water. Thank you, Rianne. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.